two years, 50 episodes. Thank you so much for being one of our longtime listeners. If you want to take a more active role in supporting the show, you can always, of course, write in. We love to get fan mail from you. We love to answer your questions. Or you can head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash shades and sketch. You can support the show for as little as $1, and we're giving you all kinds of goodies, exclusive content, exclusive episodes, episode art. It's all there for you. On to this week's episode. Cowbunga dudes, I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is Geeking, Geeking Out, Out with Shades, Shades and Sketch. Sketch. Welcome back, longtime listeners. Every time you join us, you join us in a different corner of the Geeking Out multiverse. Shades, this is not the Ritz. This is not. Where are we? We are in a New York sewer. It's just, just lay it right out just, there. Yeah, it, it is not pleasant. It's dark. It is wet. Stanky. Yes. It is gross. I am standing in shit. I am going to, uh, I'm going to try to open one of these vents. Oh, please don't. Yeah, no, I, I just can't deal with the statue. I don't I'm think gonna, it's going to make a difference. I'm just going to turn this. Whoa! Whoa. Oh, it, we have guests. Welcome. <laughs> it's, it's Chuck and Brad. Whoa, we're here. How oh. was your trip? It was great. It was, you know what? It was, uh, it was, it was stinkier than I thought it would be. Yeah. I, I'd offer you a towel, but alas, what no, were you I doing didn't. standing in the toilet? Yeah, up yeah. above. And... Uh, we were uh, the flux capacitor. We were like, all right, we're, if we're going to take turns hitting our head on the toilet uh-huh. yeah. in order to invent time travel, <laughs> yeah. different episode. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. It's a different episode of geeking out. So quick. I don't know, that was wow, crazy. he's on it. I was going to say that we were flushed down the toilet by like a mom who's you know getting ready to move, doesn't want to bring the pets to the new. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, no. <laughs> so Chuck and Brad ran away. That's what she's gonna say. We, brought, we sent him to the farm. Well, spoiler alert for childhood trauma. This episode. We did not give that spoiler alert at the top oh, yeah. of the episode. I, I like Brad's much better. Oh, I'm sorry. It's much more family friendly. I'm sorry about that. So, guys, before we get into this, I guess uh, if we're sitting in the sewer, just four gnarly dudes. Yeah, we must. We be must talking be talking about. about Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Mm-hmm. Do we have a theme song this week? I believe we do. I think so. G- get yeah. us there, Chuck. Me? I'm going to yes. start it? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I can't start it. Let me blow my pitch pipe. <clears throat> oh, I can't start it. I mean, I, I'd have to start low because it's kind of okay. like yeah, specific. Go low. I mean, I, we haven't practiced this. We haven't. So it'd be like... The acoustics in the sewer are pretty interesting. Yes, so yeah, yeah. Any... any uh... I'm going to start it low. Right, do it. Okay. It's like... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle Power! Yeah, that right. was perfect. perfect. Yeah, that, that was, was good. That Let's was take that on the road. That was the best. So guys, uh, welcome to our big 50th oh episode wow. special. This is huge. Guys, thank this you for making big. this happen. Hey, yes. thank you for inviting us on. Yeah, you you said, who are the turtle experts in the area? Yes. That's you contacted Chuck and Brad. Chuck and Brad, yeah. of yeah. course. And uh, we're here. We we're said, here. who will join us down here, mm-hmm. in this wallowing in the filth? Danky, stanky. And Shade said, mm-hmm. I only know two people. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. That's us. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. It's weird because most of the time, uh, one of us is in like a moral sewer, but uh, now we are in an actual <laughs> sewer. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> now, just just to uh, just to kind of bring this up early on, 
the origins of the Ninja Turtles, because I was going to originally I was going to make a joke about this, but I realized that we're going to talk about the Ninja Turtle live action movie. Yes. I was going to make a joke about the origin of like myself with the mutagen and all that stuff, but it's actually a different origin than the movie origin. It is, yeah. Because the origin that I'm used to was basically if you touch the mutagen, then you kind of become a hybrid with the last animal Animal. you came in contact with, right? And I was going to make a joke about being Brad and why we turtles, right? Yeah, Yeah, and that's the the 2D Turtles, the cartoon. Yeah. But the movie one, I guess just the mutagen touches you and you grow. That seemed seemed to be be it. And it seemed to also carry over into the the Bay universe as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. The the mutagen touches you and you just grow. Yeah. Or or devolve. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess... I guess evolve. Yeah. Or yes. Evolve. evolve. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was going to make a joke about that, but then I'm like, it's not appropriate for this episode. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't know. I was going to say that br- the last animal that Brad came in contact with was like a, you know, a cockroach or a, oh, maybe oof. a silkworm. Silverfish. Silverfish is Silver. is the second best fish. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one too. <laughs> I don't, think, I don't think a goldfish is the best fish, though. <laughs> I'm gonna say now, the Olympic Committee would beg to differ. I appreciate a koi pond. I don't know, uh, I longtime I listeners, if you are not familiar with Chuck and Brad, they are uh, longtime hosts of the Chuck and Brad podcast. That's right. Episode four hundred and thirty. What a coincidence! Yeah, we're, we're up there. Four twenty-seven. Four twenty-seven. This week, wow. uh, I have I have listened to prob- probably close to half of your catalog. Wow, not, I appreciate I'm a, I'm a, that. I'm a regular listener. You know what's funny? We actually referenced you in a recent episode, and we were waiting to see if you heard it. And on the episode, we talked about good people that we knew. This is true. This is one hundred percent true. Yeah. And we said, you know what? We should reach out to good people you know and let them know that they're good. And one day, and Brad texted you in the episode, and he was like, hey, buddy, just wanted to make sure you're doing well. And you're like, thanks yeah. a lot. What a good guy. Yeah. Did, you, did you hear that episode? Not yet. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's So that's why that, he texted uh, you. That on warms that my heart. Yeah, I think yeah. I think I'm on like uh, four, I think I'm on like four oh five right now. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to it's, catch up. I've whatever whatever, whatever I, tickles you. But I you enjoy catching choose, up. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you did. I enjoy just that. like turning it on and binging when I, I have the opportunity. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so we usually start with with our history of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's a great place to start because uh, I, I mean, I'll just throw to you, Chuck. The very first time I graced your home, I was just taken by the shrine yeah. that was your living room to the Ninja Turtles. Wow. Yeah. So I, it seems like it features pretty heavily in your life and development. It's, it's really interesting to me because... I think that when an artist or a group of artists comes up with some kind of, you know, project, uh, sometimes that project kind of takes on a life of its own. Yeah. And so, you know, Eastman and Lair are the creators of the Ninja Turtles, and they created this, you know, I think it was black and white at first, comic mm-hmm. book yeah. of these kind of gritty, it's almost like a satirical comic book of, of comic books. Yeah. It is, uh, it is a spoof of the four biggest comics of the time, Marvel's Daredevil and New Mutants, um, Ronin. And Dave Sims uh, Cerberus, yeah, and uh, math checks out. But it, yeah. but it quickly morphed when it was just like bought as a concept yes. by playmates, yeah. And so the the TV show, I believe, was kind of created in conjunction with let's make these action figures and like make these this revolving cast of other mutants. And so the marketing kind of dictated what the story became. Yes, yeah. became. You know exactly. what I mean. And uh, that's when I got into it because the Turtles came out. They pro- the first comic was probably published in 1984, exactly. which is the year I yeah. was born. And then the TV show probably came out in like 1989 or 1990. 87. 87. Wow, really early. Yeah. So I was only three. Obviously, my first uh, you know exposure was the uh, 
the the cartoon. And I think that the marketing machine really, like like I said, dictated the what the story was going to be, and then it kind of changed into the live action movie. Yeah. Cartoon continued, and, and also while the comics continued, video games yeah, came. Video games start pumping out, and yeah. so it became this thing where it's like, well, these these characters are attractive, yeah. In terms of like, people will buy things with them, people will play games with them, they'll watch they'll watch things with them featured. So, I think I really appreciated the idea of creating something that becomes marketable and malleable. Yeah, because that's what they are. They they really have been created for a lot of different audiences by this point oh, in time yeah. and recreated. I think every generation has their, or I mean, even generation, but every sub generation, like every ten years, there's a new turtles that is your turtle. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. And even me, I even have different versions of like what I like about it. Like I do like the original cartoon a lot, but for me, like Turtles in Time, the video game, huge. It's a great game, right? Yeah, it's it's one of the best arcade games yeah. of all time. I think the four player Turtles in Time, and then also. The action figures were probably one of the biggest things to me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I had hundreds of those. And I even, I realized growing up one time, I was like, I have these X-Men posters and all these figures. I didn't read comic books. I love the the characters. I read their stats. Right. I had the trading yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah. I liked the art of it. All the boxes yeah. had the stats, the history right, of the right. character on the back. Right. Yeah. And so cool. I liked the I liked the idea of the characters. I liked the idea Interesting. of the design. Did it, you create your own uh, your own adventures for your turtles figures to go on? I created my own adventures and I I conceptualized my own turtles and sent them into Playmates. Really, Ooh. a Christmas line of turtles where Michelangelo had. Did Christmas they ever make them? Nunchucks. No. But interesting not, fact, not yet. Not is yet. What you mean? To Playmates say, yeah. invited people to do this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah. of the figures actually came from fan submissions. Oh wow! Interesting. wow. Yeah. So That's I wanted cool. to create my own one, my own turtles. Um, I feel like there was one that was very similar to one that came out, but I'm sure it wasn't because of me. Um, but I, but I, 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 I did. Yeah, of course. I mean, I had my characters like, kind of, you know. Mashed up with all my other sure, figures sure, together, sure. and there were children do. Yeah, the Darkwing Duck uh, children, nineteen-year-old Chuck sitting in his basement. <laughs> <laughs> That's my my favorite toy thing that I still have is uh, the San Diego Comic Con exclusives from 2016, where uh, all the Turtles in Time. It's not, actually, actually oh, not yeah. Turtles in Time. It's the original Turtles arcade game. Yeah, they're made with like pixelated art. Oh, that's and, cool. And it's all you know. It's the Turtles, yeah. Shredder, and Three Foot Soldiers, and. Uh, they have the actual background scene of like the city streets. Oh, that's cool! And they're all fighting that's on it. Cool. I have it on one of my shelves in my house. Cool. I love it. Yeah, I, I love I love the artwork of that. I love the artwork of the turtles. Um, and also, it was it was a property that I feel like instead of saying like, "Oh, like I'm this guy, I'm this guy, I'm I'm Wolverine, I'm Cy- Brad, you right, know, Brad's right, right, obviously right. Cyclops, I'm obviously Wolverine." Thank you. I'm Iron Man. Brad's Pepper Pots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it works on multiple levels. I yeah. wish it didn't, but it's, but, uh, wow. but, but I kind of feel like with turtles, like yeah, you'd relate to one or whatever, but it almost felt like they were each one of them was an aspect of a collective, absolutely, particularly like, with the right? mm-hmm. particularly mm-hmm. with the two D turtles, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah, there's um, a little bit of each of them. In, in you, in each, yeah. Of you. Yeah, and yeah, each, yeah. each kid watching it maybe gravitated towards one because right. they themselves identified with that aspect of themselves yeah, more. Maybe some but of us everyone are party had a dudes. little bit of party dude in them. Yeah. Everyone had a little <laughs> yeah, bit of you know yeah. guy who likes to tinker around. And, sure, absolutely. It's like yeah. Myers Briggs for yeah, elementary exactly. school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, trademark copyright geeking out. Yeah. Yeah. Shades of sketch. <laughs> Take it, <laughs> please. Um, We're, uh, we'll send you your royalty <laughs> spread. <laughs> but I. <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to figure out how, how it would phrase, and I'm like, no, that doesn't work. Uh, but yeah, I think I think the combination of, and it's weird, it's like the, the positive side of marketing 
when I was a kid. Yeah, definitely. It, it, it kind of resonated with me where I'm like, oh, it's cool. Like, you know, even even with Senior Discount, my band that mm. I've been in for years, you know, I've always loved the idea of like, oh man, what if we had Senior Discount action figures? And it was like <laughs> the Christmas Senior Discount action figures and the, the different versions. I like that idea of uh, of of marketing and kind of creating uh, characters that can apply to every situation or maybe can continue to grow yeah. or change and stuff like that. Like, Definitely. you know, there's the, the Raphael... But the children's musician Raphael, yeah. where oh, rabbit yeah. comes yeah. out of the top. Of yeah. His yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Donatello uh, with the the Groucho face and the trench coat. Yeah, like or, I, or maybe I it was Michelangelo. That. I'm not sure. It was Donatello. It was. Donatello. It was. Yeah. Or yeah, I think it was Donatello. But yeah, Raphael, like, the pizza, the wheel. They would could break dance and spin around on his back. The pizza I, wheel. I loved that. Yeah. I love that you had all these different. Uh, I think iterations. they actually made like a, a Leonardo as a painter, Leonardo at one point, yeah, like Leonardo da Vinci crossover. They, I got they, it. Yeah. I got it. I'm sure you yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, they have like Bandito Raph. And yeah, he has the Mexican yeah. hat, a little mustache. <laughs> yep. Oh my god, it's crazy. Mildly offensive, but great. Right. If the, I, ha I still have the hockey Leonardo. He hockey, has a hockey yep. thing, and you pull him back, and he yep. swings a stick. I loved the idea of that, and it felt like, like I said, it felt like the positive side of marketing. Cool. When I was a kid, and and uh, of course I know that. In real life, I'm sure there were like scumbags, sleazy guys behind <laughs> it, making you know, wanting to make money. But the truth is, when we were kids, when we were you know between the ages of five and ten, those turtles were five bucks each. Yep. at KB Toys, and I think that that's like an affordable fun thing yeah, to yeah, yeah. to take part in. Yep, you know, so it's interesting. But yeah, so I've always loved the turtles. The artwork has always resonated with me, and I've always gravitated towards a satirical self-referential fourth wall breaking version of whatever the thing is interesting Deadpool yeah Turtles Family Guy Saints Row you know what I mean like all gotcha. these different things yeah. that kind of became the commentary on, on on what they're part of Turtles for comic books obviously yeah. always is what I've really appreciated cool weird right weird weirdly thoughtful <laughs> like yeah, weird it's, it's fantastic no, yeah, yeah very cool yeah brad how what's your history with the ninja turtles top I, that I I, <laughs> I I you know i'm not gonna top it uh my, my story is different uh i i'm the silverfish here yes i hadn't uh i didn't know a lot about them i i think i saw commercials before anything else and uh i'm trying to figure out one year for christmas my brother two years older than me and myself got the four ninja turtle action figures between the two of us and so we each had two but, like, at that point, we were too old to be like, now my guy is fighting your guy. Like, we yeah. kind of moved past that, which, you know, for us, it was it was about G.I. Joe yeah. battles and Star Wars battles. And so I, I kind of was, I, you know, I would, I would have been nine in 1987, uh, kind of when it came out. But yeah. I definitely remember the cartoon more so than the figures I, I remember one fact from the back of the michelangelo card and it was like it takes 13 pounds of pressure to break a bone and nunchucks can generate 90 and i'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like i need to stay away from nunchucks <laughs> uh, and again have you successfully I, yeah yeah okay. so far so far i've managed to avoid them yeah, ah, yeah seven of my bones yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 math checks out yeah they break after yes 90. yes it's uh they hit you and and again those, those numbers might be off a little bit but i remember like the, it was something yes, like yeah, that yeah. On, on the back of it and i was like what an interesting thing to put on the back of an action figure right yeah. for me to learn as a as a youth uh i loved the the 2d cartoon yeah 
and uh, like didn't know about the black and white or the grittiness or anything else. To me, it was just like a fun cartoon to watch. And I remember, you know, the episode where they introduced Baxter Stockman. And I uh, remember an episode where like aliens were disguised as sausage on a pizza. <laughs> I love and, that one. Yeah. Oh, the meatballs. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so, you know, the, these weird little things. I remember when Krang was introduced. Yes. And, um, but, you know, it then... I saw the lo- the first live action movie in theaters with like friend like yeah. Lars Bergstrom and Nicholas Pressner and Lars's dad wow. and I went to like the Mon- uh, the River Oaks Theater to see it and uh, I remember I was like well Shredder's dead so they're not going to make another one and they're like well they, j- they just crushed his helmet and I'm like what like right I didn't uh, I didn't get it um, because I was you know eleven or He's twelve a years old ninja yeah. samurai yeah. And, uh, but by the time the second live action movie came out, the one famously with Vanilla Ice. Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Right. I, I was like, you know. That, that should have been a theme song. No, that's, no. Pass, hard that, pass. That's, that's kid stuff and yeah. I'm going to put it away. And that yeah. was, was, you know, I was, wow. I was putting away Disney movies and like mm. really trying to show what a, what a cool grown up I was at the age of sure. 14. Wow. Uh, and so I drifted away from Ninja Turtles. You know, I still, still knew them. I, I knew there was a reboot. Um, and then I think there was an animated TMNT in like 2007. Yeah, which is yeah. a sequel. It's technically the fourth movie. It's yeah. a sequel to the live actions. Yeah. Um, I saw it in... Which is good. It's a good movie. It's fantastic. Yeah. really yeah. good. Yeah. I, th- I think it's my favorite out of those. Yeah, it's good. I saw it in Dartmouth because uh, I was working yeah. at UMass Dartmouth at the time. And I remember there's a scene where uh, Roth, Raph leaves and I remember there was a, a kid in the theater was like, no! <laughs> and, and everyone kind of laughed. So it was good stuff. Uh, and then, you know, the the Michael Bay, uh, when they introduced that, I'm like, I'm sure it's going to be fine. Um, you know, I know a lot of people were violently opposed to the idea of we'll get, it. We'll get there. Right. <laughs> and, and yeah, I have, I have a, lot of, a lot of thoughts on that as well. But did kind you, of, you did, know. Did, did it change when you met me? When we started talking about them? I, I think I... You know, appreciated the figures, and I was amazed at how many there were. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, mm. because I didn't know about. I, I, I guess I, I had a very limited awareness of like, there's a hockey player Leonardo, or there's a painter Leonardo, or whatever. Yeah. You know, I would see them, but it was never something I wanted to spend my money on. I think we just had our four total Ninja Turtles, and I'm trying to remember who had well, which gonna, ones. We're gonna have to talk about the turtle hunt on this. I never thought about. Yeah, that. we will. You know that we do this every year, right? The turtle hunt. No. Oh, we'll what? talk about it. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think both my brother and I had like one plush Ninja Turtle each. Like, for some reason, his was Donatello and mine was Raphael. And it, like, based on our personalities, really, our parents got those backwards. <laughs> <laughs> my brother is cool but crude. <laughs> <laughs> I do machines. And, uh, yeah. yeah, you do machines. So, yeah, I, I uh, you know, I appreciate the property and uh, and and enjoy it a lot. You know, I know that whenever uh, there's a holiday coming up and I'm looking for gifts for Chuck, I can just go on eBay and search TMNT Rare and just look and see if I can find something that I can afford to get for it. <laughs> so that's it's it's nice. So yeah, I talk turtle hunt. I think we should bring it up now. All right, let's bring it's up the, the turtle time. hunt. All right, so uh, you know, and I'm sure you guys probably will struggle with this just like I do. As you grow up and you like collectibles yeah. and uh, comic book artwork and video games. Oh, okay. And all this I know stuff. what you're talking about now. Yes. Yeah. But um, this, yes, please talk about this. Um, you know, you have your home and you have this struggle between like, am I a man or am I a child? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Clearly, we're all Muppets. And uh, and you try to figure out in your house like kind of what you what you should have for that kind of stuff, what seems childish. You know, 40-year-old virgin level stuff right. is not what you want. Um, but you don't want to throw away all the stuff that you love. You yeah. want to keep some of the stuff. So you got this balance. And I used to have this house that was filled with crazy shit. I had this monstrous Blu-ray collection 
2,200 discs with like the entire set of Gremlins trading cards and this stuffed animal. It was, it was a 14-foot wall with six shelves and a U. It was crazy. Then I had my house fire. Lost all the stuff. Oh, changed my view on uh, collecting. Right. It changed my view on a lot of the stuff, but I still love it. Uh, I love it. So I was like, well, this is a real, you know, when the house fire happened four years ago? Yeah, late 2015. <laughs> so yeah. So I was 31 and I was like, man, I'm like, you know, am I going to make this change and kind of have like a grown up house? You know, I was kind of struggling with this. And, and so, we're like, fuck no. <laughs> well, I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna dial it back by a lot. It, went, it was at 11, and now it's at a 4. Yeah, five. yeah, that's about right. And uh, I have more, it's more like elegantly laid out, let's yeah. just say. And it's, hard, uh, it's hard to strike that balance. Exactly. Uh, without, I mean, you don't want to seem too much If you just like look kid, around the studio, I have it like a little decked out today with what we're doing. But well, you know, I think we've that, got Snuffy in the corner You know there what though? And... Studio is different. Rules are different. It, it home, is, Home but is it like, and it should be, you know, it's you and your wife pictures, right? Sure. Studio can be like, this is a representation of art that I like because that's what you're doing. Don't you it's, think it's more acceptable in the studio? Yeah, I think it. I think it. Yeah, I mean that's true. That's true. If and you're working, yeah. If, if you're work, if you were working somewhere and you were doing like Excel spreadsheets in there, yeah, that's different. But if you're working on things that you love that are creative to you, I think your creativity level can go up. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. I was in a studio recently um, that was just just to the nines with with every pop culture collectible, and they were all things that had been given to him. But at oh. some point, you have to say it's like. This is a workspace, right? Yeah, you need yeah, like you, you need to... to be able to access like your work, and you know, yeah. it needs to. It's a workspace. I think. I think it depends. I mean, so you, there is like a balance. You're well. You're running a professional recording studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, I go to like a shared universe. Like, oh, Ming sure, and Mike sure, Studio sure, sure. in yeah. Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just podcasting. Yeah. So it's a little bit more sim- you sure. know, simple in terms of what they have to produce there. Yeah. But I agree with you. I, I agree. But uh, so I was trying to strike this balance, and one of the things I realized was like, you know. I'm going to really cut down on the amount of collectibles I have and, and artwork. But the big bugaboos are Halloween and Christmas, where everyone gets to put out their childish shit and it's normalized. Yeah. Right? It's true. Yeah. So I was like, what if I got Halloween and Christmas related collectibles? Then, like, there's no three excuse. months a year, yeah. I can put up all my shit. And I was doing research on different things and I had a bunch of Halloween stuff. And uh, one of the things I found is that in the 90s, they made these Ninja Turtle action figures that were a crossover with the Universal Monsters. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. Mummy Leo and like Wolfman, this guy, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get all eight of them. There's eight. Bride of Frankenstein, April, blah, blah, blah. And uh, over the past, is this the eighth year or seventh? I think it's seventh. This will be the seventh year that at the end of September, Brad and I basically take an entire day and go to like, you know, 12 collectible stores and search for the the turtles. And so far we've gotten six of the eight. Wow, that's wow. good. But we haven't had got any in the past like three years. Yeah. Ooh. It's, and it's and the other ones, the last two. They're crazy rare. Climbing in price. Yeah. Like 150 bucks at the cheapest now yeah. if you look for them on Might eBay. Have to pull one of your eBay schemes to get those. I know. I know. You're so, running out of eBay schemes. I know. I know. <laughs> well, I'm running out of, pro- I'm honestly running I out of. I will probably- never get taken again, Chuck. <laughs> I'm probably running out of like, those physical right. figures yeah, in the yeah, world. Yeah. That's yeah. probably what's happening. Yep. Is they're getting lost or people are, you know, buying them that are collectors and want them. And so, um, but every year, like we, yeah, we take one day and do it. And this would be like the seventh year, I guess. It's, you know, we go into like these dingy, <laughs> dirty collectible stores, possibly also a flea market. And let's also say along with really nice ones like the toy yeah, ball, yeah, the right, time yeah, capsule. Yeah. 
Um, and you know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a day about togetherness. And if we find one of these figures, great. And then, you know, Chuck's like, well, in addition to these, let's look for all these Simpsons figures and let's look for all these <laughs> oh, yeah. comic books. Okay. And, okay. And so, so we, we do go to the, the big flea market under yeah. apex and, uh, where's it called? Where's it? Attleboro. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Brad hates it the most. It's my favorite stop of the day. I, I, I'd say it's more crazy than amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, so on top of the turtles, uh, you know, Halloween figures to spice things up. I also would love to find all the Simpsons, Treehouse of Horror, Burger King figures yeah. that we put out, which are amazing. They're hard to get. Hard. Well, you know, it's it's hard to get all of them, I should say. Um, but I have most of the ones that I want, almost almost all of them. And then there's also like the actual Playmates Simpsons figures. They put out some Treehouse of Horror sets. There's two big main ones that are like, you know, Groundskeeper Willie with the rake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I have the two main ones, but I'm trying to get all the Simpsons Burger King I don't ones. even know if I should tell you this. We just uh-huh. like we just sold my parents' house. And I like did my McDonald's Burger King toys as a giant lot. Oh, and and in there, in there was one of the Simpsons figures, like oh, yeah. the Treehouse Horror Which figures. One? I don't fucking know. Man. You don't have no idea. I have no idea. But I, I, I do have the vast majority. There, there's so yeah. there's Ooh. there's three Playmates version the ones. One of them is like Bart as a fly. You know, Groundskeeper Willie as like Freddy Krueger. One of them is uh, Homer as like an ape. You know, oh. the King Kong one. Mm-hmm. And then one of them is Homer and King and Kodos, and they're really, really big. Oh. They're huge. And that's the one that's the rarest of yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. And then the Burger King ones are kind of random because they did it for like four or five years, and yeah. there's probably like between eight and 12 every year. So, so I'm sure there were just like a bunch of them mixed in there. There's the, tons of them. So yeah. he knew what he was getting. Yeah, so so I mean, and those those are easy to get one by one, but the problem is like when you're looking for one, it might be $8 online. And so right. you're like, $8 for this little two-inch figure is a lot. But then they'll have like a lot of like 15 for like $16. Right. Or, or they're oh, mixed in each. with like a thousand other McDonald's thing. toys. That's the other thing is you have to pay more, but then you have all these duplicates. So anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, I will say, you know what I just got? Production script of Treehouse of Horror. The Treehouse of Horror like six, which is the one with yeah. Groundskeeper Willie wow. Freddy as Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Lousy smart weather. Yeah, I got I got a production <laughs> script from the production of the Simpsons episode, wow. and I'm gonna put it in a shadow box with that groundskeeper Willie figure. That's awesome. cool. pretty cool, right? Anyway, so I love Halloween stuff. Love the turtles. Yeah, I guess we shouldn't oh. have put your uh, your address at the top of the episode. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the turtle hunt is a fun thing we do every year. That's cool. And I take all the turtle movie soundtracks and I make a playlist of them. Um, and I just have it on repeat all day long. Oh, not a joke. Not a joke. <laughs> also, I'm so, speaking of turtle I'm soundtracks, so sorry. part of my experience with the with the Ninja Turtles is when they when you know they were running they, a promotion with Pizza Hut, they, they went on tour, coming out of the shells. Did not oh. go to the tour, but I I may still have the cassette tape, the coming out of their Whoa. shells. Cassette, I do. Or, I still or, have it. or I gave it to Chuck. <laughs> oh, okay. Also possible. I have one. Maybe you gave it to me. Okay. Because uh, Brad, for my birthday last like two weeks ago, Brad gave me. The uh, Ninja Turtles live action Christmas special on VHS, oh which is wow. the craziest yeah. thing in the, in the history of the world. It's a Christmas special. It's like twenty five minutes long. It's it's like live action costumes yeah. that are shit. They're fucking terrible. <laughs> it's from the ninety seven Saban era, right? It's, Possibly. It, it's yeah. From, it's, 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 it was produced for like Bird King. Is is Venus de Milo in it? No, the female yeah. turtle. No, no, no. Predates this, that. Though. This was produced, I think, independently. I, I want to say it was like ninety four. Okay. I think it was produced cool. just for like a giveaway at Burger King or whatever wow. it was. It was right after the coming out of their shells tour where they had the terrible masks oh, yeah, yeah, with the yeah. mouth didn't yep. move. Mm-hmm. They would just shake their heads a lot and right. the yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of rattle. And it's like they do Christmas songs, but ridiculous versions, like a reggae version of Deck the Halls, and all the lyrics revolve around the turtles. Wow. It's like and, Deck the Halls with pepperoni. <laughs> like <that's... laughs> and at the end, 
they say like uh, that, is, that is painful. Uh, let, they go, let's it, all sing you, this part. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's. You go, I'd end, like to keep it that way. Yes. They say uh, let's all sing this part together. Fa la 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 la. Merry Christmas to the shredder. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then it's like. Bom, 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 bom. <laughs> it does this weird like. Meh, 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 like well, because it's also like terrible '80s synthesizers and yeah. like uh, you know like hair also, metal guitar. They do the twelve days of Christmas. Oh God. Uh, but it's all it's all, it's all it's all presents that they bought Splinter and he and he hates, hates them. Yeah, fucking yeah. hates the presents. Yeah. They buy him like like nine narrow neckties. Like his voice is right. that. He's yeah. like turtles. Why do you do this? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like twelve April O'Neil autographs. Like, <laughs> and it, it's not even close <laughs> to the meter. <laughs> and they just had to like kind of like the, the people playing the instruments had to just flub for a second. Right. It was. Oh man! It's the crazy. It's the it's the number one worst turtles merchandise thing that exists. That the it sounds we it. wish you a turtles Christmas. Wow, that's what it's wow. called. I Find hope, it. It's on YouTube. I hope to never experience. No, it. No, no. Around Christmas, it becomes like oh, basically no. like Brad and I it, watch it and like tear up and hold each other. My wife Christmas. will leave me. <laughs> It's amazing. My, my wife will leave me. She'd love it. No, she won't. Does she like schlock at all? Uh, she will leave me. All right. Does she like schlock though? Like bad stuff on purpose? No. Really? <laughs> no. She seems pretty jolly. Yeah, but not bad stuff for the sake of bad stuff. Would she like uh, Troll 2 or like The Room? N- no. Really? No. She seems like... We're going to talk like, her into it. Okay. Your wife, Elise, seems like... She's she wonderful, had, but that's she, not her She, thing she seems at all. like she has like the spirit of... of the same spirit that I have deep inside me where it's like you appreciate the effort before you appreciate the art. She'll mm. appreciate you know the mean? effort for a good 15 her. minutes and then well, it's go only back to Well, it's only 25 she's minutes long. So yeah. Watch it in two parts. I, I'll say, what if, what, if, <laughs> what if you tell her like, hey, Chuck and Brad found these turtle costumes and they made this Turtles Christmas special. And like Chuck and Brad are behind it. <laughs> then she'd watch it. Yeah, like, she'd be like, very polite about that. through. <laughs> And comment on how amazing it is that you guys were able to like do all four parts and yes. sync it up. Oh, that's funny. Um, I'll do I'll do mine because I know yes. you have like a little yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah do your history. Yeah. I'm very excited. all right. So uh, my history with the turtles goes back to the the cartoon, the two mm-hmm. D turtles in the eighties, um, and it was it was done by the same animation house that did Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, um, and the animation is just beautiful and uh, like kind of art for art's sake. I just loved watching it. Yeah. Um, like so, even watching it with the sound off. Yeah, with the, with they had like the line down their nose to kind of show yes. what you're their face. It was, yeah. I know. It was so, I like know. the attention to detail was just so well done. I know Tiny um, Toons had the same thing for a little bit. They did. And yeah. it was, it's weird because they went through like three different animation houses and yeah. the uh, animation got like progressively worse. Worse, yeah. Weird. But they I feel like the out. turtles got progressively better. I, when I C- CBS bought them in the end, it, it really like stepped up their game. The t- turtles got better and in the first episode of the turtles, like <sighs> it's all fucked up. It's some like of them all have, the voices the same, are yeah, yep. the yeah. same uh, bandanas. bandanas. There's five of them in one scene. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. We tried to watch. We it watched last that one night. last night. We did. Yeah. We tried to watch it. We were just like, ooh, this does this does not hold up. Just like the scripts do not yeah. hold and up. You're like, oh, let's watch that and, meatball uh, one again. And uh, or the when Splinter is t- giving his origin story and the master comes on screen, it's just like it's unforgivable. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. oh, very offensive Japanese. <laughs> and we're like, oh no. <laughs> We're not watching another episode of this. <laughs> um, but yeah, all the figures. My uh, my batshit crazy uncle, who who I loved to death, had some of the the original Eastman and Laird's that he would let me read, mm-hmm. and I much preferred a comic. Yeah. Um. And and the just the just your favorite phrase, just deliciously dark. Deliciously dark. Yeah. Um. And just. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. The like nothing I had like read or looked at or seen was was so as edgy or irreverent. Mm-hmm. And um, okay. I just I I, I loved them. Yeah. Uh, I, like I wish I had them. Yeah. I wish I wish like those were something that uh, 
like he cared to impart to me because I really did like live for reading those comics. Yeah. Um, and of course, once the series came out, it was impossible to find them. Like yeah, they were, right. they were very early, like, Ooh, this thing's going to blow up yeah. and we know it. And, and you know, were immediately being poached. I can I can imagine that they didn't have a lot of copies oh, available. No. Anyway. Mirage so, like, Studios, you know about oh, that, yeah. right? Yeah, it was like not a real comic book studio. Yeah, that's I why mean, it was East... called Mirage Studios. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, they you know they put out the first issue on a tax return and a loan from their uncle, and yes. they, they only did something like a hundred a hundred mm. issue of the of the actual original comic. Yeah, they did subsequent reprints since then. Yeah, but it was always under a thousand, so they yeah. they just don't exist. Right. Yeah. Um. But I think my fifth birthday, we had a Ninja Turtle party. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Ninja Turtle cake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The um, classic. Yeah. And the, like I, I, every, I don't know, like every, for Christmas, birthdays, like all the holidays through there, they used to like release sets where you got a bandana with a plastic nose and yes. like, yeah. the, oh, yeah. like the weapon. Yeah. Had all of those. They Love didn't, them. they didn't hold up well. Yeah. You know, they were, they all basically broke. Flimsy. Flimsy. They were very flimsy. Yeah. I guess you would buy like hundreds of them. Right. Yeah. Um, but had all of those. And, uh, yeah, I just, I loved the cartoon. I would say like that lasted probably until I probably watched consistently until like 93. Mm. I would say I had no idea. It ran until 96. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, yeah. And then in 2003 was the first, I kind of like missed everything in between. I saw the movies, of course, okay. uh, in the nineties, the live action, loved those, um, Saw the saw the ninety one in theaters. That was probably like one of the first movies that I saw and remember. Okay. Did you actually love the Turtles three movie? Oh God, that's fucking awful. The one they go to Japan. Oh no, I remember watching. I saw that in theaters, and I think that was like the one of the first. I know I walked out. That was probably like one of the first movies that I got up and left. (laughs) Wow. Because also the suits were just fucking awful in that one too. Yeah, they were. They were different. Like um, uh, Henson wasn't involved at that point. I don't think. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the the 2009 series kind of like uh, 2003 pulled me back into it, and it started on Fox and then moved to Nickelodeon. Yeah, and that was it was a nice blend of what made the the 80s cartoon so great, but the characters and the tone was truer to the Eastman and Laird comic. Mm. It was a much darker universe that they had crafted. Yeah, and uh, I really I loved that, and uh, I think I watched that whole thing all the way through. I was living in Worcester at the time, so like. I didn't have much else going on. Mm-hmm. It's like it was just like binge Ninja Turtles on a Saturday morning. Yeah, um, yeah, and and uh, other than that, I haven't really kept up with it. Yeah, uh, when the Bay movies came out, I was going, eh, okay, it'll it'll be what it'll be. Yeah, it'll and, be the Transformers. Uh, it'll be the Transformers mm-hmm. with Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yep. and uh, yeah, but the uh, the 2012 animated series on Nickelodeon was great, and that kind of pulled me back into it. Yeah, until I lost Nickelodeon. Yeah, have you read any of the Batman Ninja Turtle stuff? Yeah, and I just awesome. uh, I just watched the the film that they did. Yeah, yeah. that was amazing the, was too. Film? I didn't watch the film. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I read the first series because there's there's like three now. There's three of them. Yeah, the first series was un like it was like surprisingly touching. Right, and hmm. really really yeah. good. Wasn't, it was great. Wasn't ready for that sure. character. <laughs> and a lot of that comes through well, in the in the the animated story. Well, it was like it was like Batman's kind of a dick in it mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and Raphael's a dick, and they're scared of him and blah blah. blah. And then at the end, he's kind of like, you know, you should really be appreciative that you have a family. Yeah. Mm. And he's like, I don't have a family. And I was like, oh, my God, Raphael, yeah. you idiot, all these years. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. 
Sketch, what's your history with the Ninja Well, Turtles? I mean, it's pretty similar to everyone else's. I started uh, certainly with a cartoon. Did you take karate? Because yes. I, I took karate because take of it. karate, but like... <laughs> I took karate. I don't know if it was because of the turtles. They but came to my, my school. Mine was because of it, and I, I was really frustrated when I couldn't pull my head into my body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you would have loved That's day one. That's the, the sensei yeah. goes over. All right, just so everybody knows, your head does not go into your body, and three or four kids walk out, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then he gets down to business. You know what I just remembered? They made me do a split, and the guy I sat on my back to like oh, do that Oof. thing where it like hurts your day lyrics. one. They, I don't know. I don't know when they did it, but like that's not cool, right? That's no, not that's cool. not cool. You are yeah. correct. That is not cool. That's that I, is child abuse. Because I felt like it wasn't cool at the time, but yeah. you're a kid, and so you're like, I guess everything that happens to me is cool. Right? Do you think, yes. Do you think it was like sexual or just like he like hurting kids? No, he was doing it to everybody, oh. and everyone was really in pain. You think like you just liked hurting kids? I think it was like some people have like different viewpoints on training, and like this is what it should be. Like you should do this. You have to go through this. Yeah. You know, like in football, like in high school football, like it's sometimes like kids fucking die. kids that keep yeah. coming in yeah. here, yeah. Ninja Turtles. I, th- <laughs> I think it, no, I think it's like in football where like kids die from dehydration. Yeah, and it's the coach being like. Them's the brakes, kids. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, them's the brakes. Them's the brakes. I never, <laughs> I never did karate, but I remember like a very big karate culture, like yeah. in my yeah. school, because yeah. of the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I, uh, I loved the show. I collected the figures like crazy. Um, I don't think I saw the first movie in theaters, but I definitely saw it like immediately when it came out on yeah. VHS. I might have seen the second one in theaters. I remember they were they were played a lot at like birthday parties. Oh yeah, like they were always on at the different birthday parties. I had tons of Ninja Turtles birthday parties. Mm-hmm. I never saw the third one hmm. until recently. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, that must have spoiled, ruined some things for you. It was rough, but it's okay. It's I'm a professional. Um, <laughs> what else? About movies on the internet. Yeah, professionals. I saw TMNT. I remember seeing TMNT, I think, with you. Yes. Shades. Yes. And we were both, like, surprised. Yeah. Like, whoa, yeah. whoa. Yeah, me too. This yeah. is legit good. Yeah. yeah. And then the Michael Bay movie came out. I missed it in theaters for whatever I, reason. Well, as did I. Um, we but, saw it. We definitely saw it. Oh, Opening yeah. night. We Eternal saw, mask. But I, but I still <laughs> haven't seen uh, the second one. Yeah. Interesting. I we'll saw, get into so that. I saw the, we will get into I saw that. the yeah. first Michael Bay one when it originally when eventually came to, like, Netflix or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to get around to seeing I saw Out, Out of, the, of Shadows. the Shadows. I saw it on Hulu. Yeah. And I never did. But in preparation for doing this. You watched everything. I watched everything. I watched wow. the three wow. first movies. So it was my first time seeing Turtles in Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Not Game and T game. again. No, the game is so different. It's like yep. dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love dinosaurs. And I Hover watched uh, yeah. Michael Bay. Yeah. One and two. So I finally got around to seeing the second one. I think the second, the one second did one's better, the better than of the, the two than yeah. the first Michael really? Bay movie. Yeah. But that's wow. Yeah. Watch it, Brad. Yeah. Yeah. And it um, is almost a shot for shot remake of the cartoon. Yeah. Oh, I, I we watched like a clip of it last night afterwards. I'm like, it's I never almost saw like up in Rocksteady. It's almost like a soft reboot of the 2014 movie. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Okay. Cause Shre- spo- spoilers, Shredder's alive again somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. basically yes. wearing the outfit from the 1990 cart of the movie, live action movie. We'll, we'll talk it about makes no Shredder. sense. It's possible was... that the actor's not alive anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah, Shredder's yeah, still yeah, there. Shredder's still there. The yeah. actor's dead. Yeah. And then uh, before I came up here, I went to my parents' house and dug out my box of old Ninja Turtle toys. Oh, oh my God. You found, you found all the classic monster ones. And you're going to fa- give them to I me right here, right now. I did not find the classic monster ones. <laughs> we only need two of them one but is Invisible Man and one is Swamp Thing. If you guys could identify <laughs> of course. some of these. And I'm, I'm and feeling. When identify, yes. you mean name them? Yeah. Usagi oh, wow. Yojimbo. And I'm feeling confident. So here we go. By the way, the reason I have my phone out is because I'm Googling my recommendation. I don't know what it's called. Okay. okay. All right. So let's see. 
open the box here. It makes great audio when I'm opening a box. No, that's good. Should I start with the turtles? Sure. Yes, we please. already talked about this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Donatello, Donatello. Oh, undercover yeah. no, really, Donatello. No, no wonder you knew it was him. Yep. I, did, I knew yep. right right away. I'm not going to peek in the box. And uh, right. Yeah, you can't peek in the box. Yeah. What's in the box? I also have... <laughs> I brought one head. of <laughs> each of the, the original turtles. Oh, wow. Um, Love that one. Surfing, sewer surfing Michelangelo. Okay. For, for our longtime listeners, I'll, I'll post some pictures of yeah. this. Yeah, let's take, we'll take uh, some pictures. On our Facebook so you can look at it. Oh, but he's awesome. covered in seaweed and barnacles. And, yeah, that's not seaweed. Uh... Okay. <laughs> he has an eel coming out of his pants. He does. Um, Whoa, that's not an eel. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I have happy birthday, Leonardo. <laughs> so, Got a little party hat on. supposed to, let's see, some I didn't of, try Some this. of them were very cheap. Like, in later runs, they did yeah. hard plastic faces. Yeah, but I love this. He's got, like, this pearlescent yeah. blue for his, uh, for his bandana. Birthday. Birthday. And he's very supposed shiny. to be a noisemaker. Let's see. There are old sketch teeth marks on it. Uh-oh. Wow! Oh, he still works. He's still a noisemaker. That's amazing. That's good. I have oh, I have this little picture of Raphael that I must have drawn. Wow! Last That's week's a sketch original. <laughs> Should we auction that off That's, on the Patreon? No yeah, way! I'm so. keeping that. It's a great drawing. My Raphael. You put like so you put a thing in there and you exactly. Pull it out. Yeah. He had speech strips which I couldn't find. Yeah. You would put it in this. In they're this, long. Um, they're like sewer. almost a foot long. Yeah. They're yeah. yeah I remember them, but I couldn't find. And it. is it the actors from the show? I don't know what I don't it was. Know. I don't remember. They didn't, it. They didn't if, sound it's Ro- great. if you can find him and it's actually Rob Paulson, I imagine that's like incredibly yeah. valuable. I don't think it was. But uh, so you put him in there, you pull him out the other side, and just it would play through right. this sewer grate on his yeah. back. Different cowabungas and so on. Yeah. Uh, some of the crazier guys. Okay. Love it. Ace love Duck. It. Ace, Ace Duck. duck. Yeah. Ace that. Duck. Yep. He was an Ace Fighter pilot. Yep. Who uh, turned into a duck. Yep. I still feel like they should have had the hat that he comes with. Attached to the head, yeah, yeah. I, because I bet ninety nine percent of those hats are gone. You know, yeah. so uh, in when the twenty sixteen movie came out, I made the decision. I I talked to you all through this because I was like, I don't know if I should do this. I sold the majority of my Ninja Turtle stuff, and yeah. and he fetched a pretty hefty price because yeah. I had intact with his belt and his yeah. his I have his grenades wings, and his but wings I and his find hat. His belt and his little grenades. He had a bandol. It was actually a bandolier. Yeah. yeah, and there was a spot for the wings to go through the back. Yeah. I have the complete set of. Uh, a Mickey Mouse like uh, nice Christmas Carol, yeah. Mickey's Christmas Carol figures, and Scrooge's glasses are independent of his, oh. of his face. So it's like you have to really yeah. be careful. Yeah. You do. It's crazy. Most of most of my, um, I, I still have the original nine figures that they released. Yeah, well, I guess minus Shredder. I lost my Shredder. Yeah, but uh, all of their all I of hated their weapons the Shredder. Were- it was stupid. He was shirtless. Body, his body was so like well, it was scoliosis. The same, it was the same mold as the foot soldier. It looks just like my cousin Christian. My cousin oh, Christian has Sherman's Skyphosis. That's His spine mean. is all twisted and jacked. That's mean. He, he They told his mom he needed like a back brace in high school and she was like, nah. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> and so now he's all like fucked up and hunched. You know what I mean? Yeah. So his, Sorry, yeah, Christian. He's like he's like the Quasimodo. Your cousin's a jerk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the truth. He knows his back is messed but up. But our entire audience didn't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> me, and Brad, me and Brad have both had spine surgery, too. That's correct. Wow. wow. Yeah, we can speak from experience. Yeah. Same surgery, different, different times. I'm, I'm desperately right, trying let's, to let's avoid Let's get it. these next... <laughs> yeah, these next turtles. This, next guy, turtles. I remember, this is not the spine surgery episode. <laughs> this guy I remember Jesus so strongly yes! from my Metal childhood. Head. Metalhead. Metalhead. And you've got his backpack. I got his backpack. You don't have the, you don't have the, uh, the uh, satellite dish. No, I don't have the satellite dish. I mean, these were heavily played with. They were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his eyes light up when you put him up to a... 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Light, I wonder if light. I saved. Oh, that's really yeah. cool. Great, awesome. I wonder if great I saved audio. my metal head at the end of this. These, I'm these gonna go grab crazy. These are they are. Awesome. They yeah, really and they're are. like good. I yeah. They're yeah. Really you know? good. And they were. They were like five bucks a piece. Yeah. They it's were. It's like five a bucks. huge value. I forgot about this guy. Oh, Fugitoid. Fugitoid. was was another character that was created by Eastman and Layered. Yeah. And like his number one issue was like the back of a turtle's issue. Yeah. It was combined with it. He uh, he appeared much later in the in the run too. I got nothing. Brad, you got nothing. No, on you nothing, you nothing, nothing I, yeah. You'd be fugitive. Okay. Thank you, <laughs> Brad. You got you got this one. See here, I, I I could have gotten Raphael so far. Oh, I know, that's, I, I don't um, have that one. Skating Gecko. What's his name? His I, name uh, Gordon is Gecko. Close, except oh. not. Okay. Mondo Gecko. Mondo, Mondo Gecko. Mondo Gecko. A, a skateboarding gecko with braces. That's a cool name. Did not did not have any and, recollection of him. And, uh, I got Mondo. And lots of zits. And his I took his skateboard, which is <gasps> very big. Do you have oh my god. It's coming. I peaked. I know. I peaked. The, the skateboard that he came with, I used to use that for everybody else. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah, it was skateboard. huge. It was the best one. It was. They made multiple skateboards they for did. different figures, but that was the best. I one. had the cheap skate that like had the oh, foot that kicked out under it. That was the best. And it, the it, what was easy to break was the <gasps> the control arm. Yeah. It was e- oh, very easy to break. That, they had, they that had, fetched a hefty price. So it basically looked like almost like a bodyboard with a huge like wind fan on the yeah. back. Yeah, and you yeah, could yeah. kind of make it go. It had like a Yep. All their stuff was like Trash put together yes. to make these vehicles, yeah. which is right. such a fucking awesome. They had like a aesthetic. Like donut, aesthetic. Ch- donut yeah. inner tube with like a, a oh, yeah. net in the middle. Yes, and like uh, pincers. The Rat King's like yeah. little thing. Oh, I remember the Rat King. Yeah. 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 See, I was maybe gonna, that's I was gonna like. say <laughs> Brad would be the Rat King. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's either the Rat King or Fugitoid. <laughs> was was there a, a, an alligator? That, yes. That, oh, he's ha- coming. Oh, a Bayou alligator. Leatherhead. Leatherhead. And you're right from the Bayou. Is the raging Cajun gator? Yeah, this, this is uh, he hunted the turtles. I gotta say, this is like with one of my favorite turtles action figures. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was like the best. I completely forgot about. I it. never when had. I him. opened up the box and saw him. I was like, oh shit, Leatherhead. Yeah, it's crazy because a lot of these characters did not ever appear on the show. Leatherhead right? did, but Leatherhead, yeah. certainly did a lot. Like Mondo Gecko, I don't know if he appeared. No, on he the didn't. Show. I don't think. And that's it. And then I got some of my my weapons. My chunks. Wow. The nunchucks. Be careful with those. Uh, those can side. break bones. I mean, guys, wow. calm down. I'm a professional. <laughs> I will a, not hurt you anybody. You have a Raphael side oh. and yeah, I mean, Michelangelo's <laughs> nunchucks. My bones! <laughs> See, I remember... Yeah, interesting. I had... I just... I just 90 pounds of force right yeah, here. I yeah. just parted with my 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 Ninja Turtle nunchucks, and I, mine were constructed very differently. Well, I'm sure they made many, many different Yeah, mine, ha- mine were, like, perfectly proportional and had a T on the bottom. Are of you it. saying these aren't perfectly proportional? <laughs> no, they're not. They're I narrower think, at the top than they are at the bottom. I think they're perfect. Do some tricks with those. All right, ready? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh Whoa! my goodness! Ninety pounds of force, baby. Oh, chucker over here. Yeah. That's what the yeah. ladies say. Wow. So there you go. A little blast from the past for you guys. Some of my wow. old figures. That was cool. Thank you for yeah, that. My pleasure. I, I only remembered like three of those. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I got. I got. I, I remember all of them. But I also have been looking. You know, I've been. Looking through bins of turtles for the past seven years, yeah. every every September right. or so, I, I, uh, I experience them. The all. the most shocking one that I, when I parted with my turtles was uh, there was a there was one called Ground Chuck. Oh yeah, and he was like a he was a bull. He was a he was a bull with yeah. a big target well, over his eyes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he came he was like with a, he was a cyborg. He came with like another character like Ground Chuck and somebody, and it was a gopher with a with a hat on its head. Oh wow, and, uh, Caddyshack and a flashlight. <laughs> oh, it was two characters that were released together at the same time, and they were I both only have an episode one. once. Yeah, I mean they were just they were just released must, at the must, same time. It was oh, yeah, at the same yeah. time, but they were in the same episode of Ninja Turtles working together, like Bebop and Rocksteady. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Remember Screwloose and Wingnut? 
No. They were like, it was like a bat, yeah. like a Batman costume. No. Oh, yeah. And his little mosquito was. Were the they guy. in the series? Uh, yeah. Much in the show? Yes, he was. Okay. Yeah. And he was, it was, I don't think I really series. watched past season two. I know. I don't know what I watched either. It was the, weird. The, all, these, all these characters would be in like one episode. Yeah. The first season was only six six episodes and it was produced by Playmates to sell yeah. the toys. It yeah, was right. like shown, they were shown in like movie theaters. They were shown, uh, like they were, they were infomercials almost. Yeah. And they, then they came and out then with they Pizza Hut things. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Buy yeah. Them Pizza Hut, the VHS. Them, yes, exactly. D- specifically just to sell the toy. Uh, Chuck Lorre, uh, oh. created the, he was one of the pitch guys that like helped create the series and he wrote the theme song. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's cool. Two just, and a half men producer. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. That, that that's crazy. like where his career started working at Playmates. Yeah. You know, can I, can I, I think it fits in now. You know, we're each going to do a recommendation. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm going to do mine now because it fits in with this so well. Okay. It's a documentary that few people know about. It's called Turtle Power, the definitive history of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but it's not the history of the Ninja Turtles. It's the history of the merchandise of the turtles. Ooh. And it's like a 90-minute documentary. Cool. They have all the original sculpts of the characters. They go through wow. a bunch of them and how they came the to be. Sculpts? Yeah. So they're like, you know, That's they look like, like they hard clay them. and they're like one well, color. That's what I mean. Like, Yeah, it's crazy. But it goes through like kind of all the merchandise decisions and uh, like why this happened, who sent in stuff and which ones they bought. One of them was the giraffe with the basketball hoop around his neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see when I was online looking for the names of all these guys and I was seeing all these yeah, guys yeah. blast from the past and yeah, the giraffe. Yeah. The yeah. the documentary is fucking excellent. And it's and it's all there, like they talk about all this stuff because a lot of this stuff to us is almost a mystery because yeah. we were kids when yeah. it happened and right, there was no right, internet right, right, at the time. Right, right, yeah. so you couldn't even oh, look yeah. up stuff. You're like, well why did they make this? When did this change? How come they went in this direction? And this, I think, sheds a lot of light on that stuff. It's Where can you find doc. that? I mean, I think it's on DVD, and I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if it's on a streaming service, but it could I bet be. It's on Amazon. It could. Everything be. seems to be on Amazon if yeah, you're willing yeah, to pay yeah. for it. Yeah, I'll look on my app. Just watch and see sure. what's on there. I was, I was pulling up my app. Okay, it's it. called Turtle Power. Turtle Power. All right. It was. I remember when I wanted to watch it, I had to eventually download it somewhere. Okay. I couldn't. I couldn't find it anywhere on a streaming service at the time. But uh, I think it was one of those things that maybe even started on Kickstarter or something like that. Mm. Um, but what a great documentary! Did you find it. Yeah, it's pulling up right. Uh, you can rent it on most of the streaming, you know, Amazon, okay. YouTube, Google Play, Apple, worth it. Fandango, totally worth now, it. Voodoo. Yeah, it's awesome. It's so it's so interesting. It's yeah, right, it's, yeah. it's it's not yeah. streaming for free anywhere, oh, but that's uh, okay. but you can. I'm sure they put a lot of effort into that. And yeah, yeah. I'm happy to. It's probably worth the four dollars yeah. to rent it in HD. I'm sure. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. So should we dive into these movies? Let's dive in the the 1990 Ninja Turtle. Independent Ninja Turtle, I'll start there. Yes. Is an adaptation of early Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comics. Mm -hmm. The origin story, the rooftop battle, the sojourn to the farm, the battle with Shredder are right out of the comics, almost scene for scene. Yeah. Uh, And elements of the Playmates miniseries, Michelangelo's personality, April as a reporter, their love of pizza, Mm -hmm. um, and their colored bandanas. It became the highest grossing independent film of all time. Disney, Columbia, MGM, Paramount all passed, and Warner Brothers all passed on it because of the flop that was Masters of the Universe. Ooh. So they were all like yeah. very gun shy after that. Uh, New Line eventually wound up releasing because, it because they looked at it as a cartoon ad- adaptation. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. And yeah. and uh, a, a, something else that was going to sell toys that e- even though it's not really that, it's not at all. You know? yeah. It's not. It was, it was a huge mistake. Yeah. It is. It is still the highest grossing independent film of all time. Um, it was directly directed by uh, Steve Barron uh, and Jim Henson, who was a friend of his, only agreed to do the costumes because he had a personal relationship 
with him. And when Henson saw the movie, he was like, it's just, it's too violent. It's not yeah. my wheelhouse. And he refused to stand behind the film. He like openly did press conferences against it. Yeah. And it's, it's like the last thing that he personally worked on. He died two months after the film came out. Yeah. Wow. And uh, it's kind of weird that that was his legacy of like, don't, don't see this movie. Yeah. We shouldn't have been involved with it. Yeah. Um, Brian, Brian Henson was actually heavily involved in it. it was in, I think he was the second unit director and actually, I think he directed secret of the use. Oh wow! Yeah, because they didn't they didn't bring him back. They said his uh, his vision of the movie, uh, Bar- uh, Barnard, sorry, Stephen Barnard. Um, they said his vision of the movie was too dark, so they actually brought a, a, a lot of people back in. They ADR'd a lot of things and reshot a lot of the fight sequences. Yeah, I noticed they, the ADR. They but it I watched was it. Too vo- like the script and movie he shot was too close to the original comics. And yeah, not I, close I, enough to the the cartoon series. I know there was one scene where one of the kids like got. Murdered, yes, by by yeah. the henchman. Tatsu and, straight up murders and, him. And he is dead. In the yeah. American version, they had to be like, "Oh, he's still breathing." It's like yeah. it's it's yeah. dubbed oh, in off yeah. screen. Yep. But in other versions, dead. He, he's yeah. just yeah. dead. Yeah. Yeah. I rem- yeah. I remember. What, cause yeah. I watched it very recently. Yeah. Going, oh shit! Tatsu straight up kills him. Yeah. Child death, and, yep. and then the little ADR. He's still breathing over there. Oh, okay. He yep. is alive. Yeah. We went to the hospital. <laughs> he's having a great day. <laughs> we all got ice cream. He wants to go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it turns into the money python. Oh, yeah, so um, yeah, it. Uh, I I always ask Sketch, how much do you think it cost? How much do you think it made? And I'm always horrible at this because I, <laughs> I can't even think in terms of this kind of money. This one's crazy. I will make. say it cost. Uh, Remember, it was produced in 1989. All right, 18 whipped cream and jelly bean pizzas. <laughs> 12 April O'Neil autographs. 12 April O'Neil autographs. <laughs> eight neckties. And a partridge in a pear and tree. And a partridge in a pear What was the final thing? Oh, yeah. And a pizza with pepperoni. Oh, oh, yeah. I feel so I'm silly. A, I, yeah. I am ashamed I don't know. Give me the number. Give me the real number. Do you guys want to take a staff? How much do you think it costs? I, I actually I know read, yeah, okay. read the IMDb. You know, but, but, okay. but if I had to guess, I would say... If I had to guess, I probably would have said closer to like six million dollars. Okay, yeah. but that's uh, yeah. not what it yeah. cost. It cost thirteen point five million, which like the long dumb road, which is the Jason Manzukis like independent film that just came out, cost thirteen million dollars to make. Yeah, I, that's I, like such a low figure for when you look at this movie. I, I'll say and this: what they did, I think most of that money went into the animatronics. I agree. Yeah. yeah, most of the money went yes to the suits. There's not many movies that have animatronics that are that specific, no. like that, like that work with that much articulation. Yeah, you know what I mean. The, it is. It was shocking to me how well the suits held up watching it in 2019. Yeah, yeah, I agree. yeah, me yeah. too. And, and I know. like just like their their movements and yeah. Like, have you seen the, the behind the scenes themselves? and stuff? Yes, it's with crazy the, with the huge controllers. Yeah. Unbelievable, it's crazy. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And the guys in the suits just had like a little window at the back of the mouth that they I could know. they couldn't see through it. They could it had a fan that blew air into them. Yeah. They couldn't see when they were doing anything in the suit. They had yeah. to prep everything yeah. on a soundstage with the heads it, off. They were shooting it shot by shot. Yeah. Wow. So they'd have to, yeah, I know. It's crazy. They would like yeah. rehearse everything on a soundstage and then like put that, like go out onto the stage that was also proportioned and then put the heads on them and they just had to do it. I know. And they were like doing backflips <laughs> and shit. Yeah. It's insane. It is, it is. It's insane. Yeah. Um, how much do you think it made? You, do you guys also know? I know. Okay, yeah. sketch. You're on. You're on spot. How much do you think it made? Damn it! It's it's stupid. It's a stupid amount of it's money. It's a stupid amount of money for 13 million for the cost. 65 million. It's higher. Do you want to take a second guess? 95 million. I, I, I'm just a sad. 202 million dollars. That's in its, stupid. In its original run, yeah. like when you look at it now, in it's 1990. like 1990. Yeah. 
That's its original run with VHS. Um, and when you look at it now, it's like it's something it's even more stupid, like six hundred million dollars that it's made in perpetuity. Jesus, yeah. it's crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. Secret of the Use, not so much. Yeah, Turtles in Time, definitely not. I, you know, I really like Secret of the Use. I, I also, also like, like Secret of the Use. I preferred it. Yeah, I agree. And it's Never funny seen because it. there's this whole whoa. Like, you're missing out. Yeah, it's very good. I'll you get know there what? eventually. I'll, I'll say this. I've never said this on the podcast, but I'll say this. Do it. There's a run, and I, it's hard to think of everything that's part of this, but there's a run of late 80s, early 90s movies that were too dark for me at the time yes. when I was a kid. And a lot of those movies, I think that there were some studio suits or whatever that were like, hey, these are too dark for kids. Let's do a brighter version of them. Yeah. So let's say Turtles and Turtles, Secret of the Use are kind of those yes. two. But also... Batman and one Batman and two and Batman. And, yes. Oh, I was gonna say Batman Forever, Forever. becomes exactly. the cartoonish yes. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. for me, that worked at the time where I'm like, right. I like Batman Forever better. Yes. I like Tur- Secret of the Use better. Now going back, I have a different viewpoint on yeah. it. Yeah. But at the time, as a kid, I definitely I was much like, preferred Secret of the Use. Yeah. As a kid, and mm-hmm. as a kid, I think I, with the original Turtles movie, as a kid, I was like, I don't really like this. It's not bright enough. They're not that green. Like everything's yes. good, shot in darkness. They're not joking that much. Like they're yep. joke. They are joking kind of a lot now. But I, I watch it back, but. Um, and I don't know, I've never said that before out loud, but I feel like that happened to me and I was just right in that age group where, yes, I like this thing. No, I'm not interested in this project. I wasn't interested in the original Batman. I never, I've never achieved an affinity, uh, an affinity? Affection, I guess. Affection, yeah. Affinity. Is, Same thing. You, yeah, you have to yeah. finish the sentence before yeah. I can <laughs> say it. I know you know what I'm going to say. I never achieved an affinity for the original Batman movie. Oh, interesting. The Burton Batman. But I love... Batman Returns. It's like one of my favorite oh, uh, Christmas Returns. movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah. I thought you would relate to that a little no. bit. You got those weird hands? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the obvious thing there was my nose chopped. <laughs> Are you bleed ink? Yeah. yeah. My, my, You're always uh, eating raw fish? My, my, <laughs> <laughs> we yep. call it sushi. It's Chuck. amazing that I can play guitar with these mitts. <laughs> By the way, I've, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen the original Burton Batman. I, wow. I've definitely seen it. All right. Tim Basinger. Next, ne- right. you have to have us on your show and we'll do Batman. I, oh, I, like, that's I've, the thing I think to do. I've watched it like one time. Oh my goodness. I'm not interested in it at all. I listened to the Prince song and the soundtrack 150 <laughs> times. Oh, Bat Dance? Yeah. My, oh, uh, I, Dance. I, I was doing basketball camp and my roommate for basketball camp Bat had the single. <laughs> and we would just listen to <laughs> both sides of the oh single, just over, like in our limited free time during basketball camp, Jeff Thiel would play it back, 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 like back, 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 wow. back, 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 back. I appreciate Tim Burton, and I like Batman Returns, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I like all the Burton stuff, but Batman the first one doesn't have that Burton feel to me at all. Right? I don't I'll, know. I don't know. I will, I will just say, my home. We tend to differ on Batman movies significantly. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, we just don't sketch. I don't know if you're. We just don't talk about. Dark Knight Rises. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. I not, like Dark Knight not, Rises. I can't stand I, Dark Knight I Rises. I gathered when he said you differ because yeah. I know his opinion yeah, on yeah, Dark yeah. Knight we just Rises. Don't talk about it. But um, he thinks Heath Ledger's version of the Joker is laughable. Oh, really? Uh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> that. No, I don't remember ever saying. <laughs> no, that. he never said that. <laughs> I have said I think he's just doing a heightened version of of Nicholson. Yeah, he um, thinks that Jared Leto is the best Joker of all time. He has said that a lot. <laughs> he got that tattooed actually yeah. on his upper thigh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yep. Leto, Leto, Leto for life. That's yep. exactly and, what it says. Well, he's wearing Daisy Dukes right now, yeah. so we can all clearly read those tattoos. You guys don't know this. 
typical recording attire yeah, for ah, shades. Sense, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, was, I was just going to say, uh, I, I think the, the, the first Batman movie is really special. If you go back to it as an adult and, right. and look I, at I, it. I believe it. I'll give it a chance. Uh, scores. Scores of the original 90s, 1990 independent turtle movie. IMDb gives it a 6.8. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 40%. Whoa. Fuck wow. you, Rotten Tomatoes, in my opinion. Uh, 89% of Google reviewers love that movie, and I am going to give... You're not going to give it to our guests first? I'm not. I'm going to okay. give it a 90. I fucking love rewatching this movie. I'm giving it a 90%. Okay. I have very few... There were very few moments in watching the movie that I said, uh, you know, I don't know about that. That mm-hmm. took me out of the world that they had created. Uh, I, I think that they did a great job of creating a universe yeah. and, and living within it. I Chuck, give it like a B plus. A B plus. So they get like an 87? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. And and that's, you know, ties in with my opinion on the Michael Bay film. Uh, you know, I like an 80 83, like a, okay. a, 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 I don't, a B, I don't think B of it minus as a kids th- movie. I think of it as like the same as like Back to the Future in terms of there uh, are things for kids in it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it was primarily for kids. That's that's my opinion. Um which is different sometimes. That's yeah. no big deal. Sometimes we uh, we disagree, and we just have to learn to to agree about that. Right. It's like the two men children here yeah. give it yeah. give it a high. It's not a kids movie. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I didn't write down. down I gave it an eighty five. Okay, I still thought it was great. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the nostalgia. I didn't remember it at all until I started watching it, and then as I was watching it, I was remembering every scene as it was happening. Yeah, I I, I didn't remember it that clearly, and then. Yeah, honestly, I all I, all I remembered before I watched it was seeing Shredder's helmet get crushed. Yeah, crushed. That, okay, that that imprinted in me yeah. as a child. Yeah. Um, but I got I got to say, I'm kind of with Brad on this. There was a lot of like lines and dialogue yep, that yeah. I was just like, I can't get behind this. Well, anymore. Do you want to start with with rants? Let's do it. And just was that a rant for you? The lines and dialogue? Sure. I didn't write it down, but we sure. can we can say that. So uh, sure, let's start uh, start with rants then. Okay. Guys, right. do you want to give us your fir- either of you want to give rant? us your fr- first rant? I'll give you my first rant. First of all, I think that this movie is hard to rant about. I actually really like a lot of it, and I think they did a great job with it. So I don't have a lot of legitimate fine. big yeah. rants. Uh, but my first one was when I was a kid, I just thought it was too different than the cartoon to appreciate okay, yeah. it. That's you know what I mean. Like, and I think that that's kind of a legitimate viewpoint to take because that's probably who you're marketing it for, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. So if you make something that's just completely. Even if someone's like, no, I'm going to take the turtles in in the original direction from their, you know, comic book counterparts. It's like, yeah, but it's going to be kind of marketed to people who know the cartoon mm-hmm. and like the cartoon. So that is kind of an interesting misstep or, or, or possible misstep. Yeah. I don't, maybe maybe overall it wasn't a misstep because it did so well and people like it. But I agree. I don't think they did a good job of bridging that. Yeah. And also um, in, in there was nothing in the marketing that would key you in that it had been a comic book and that's what they were going for. Yeah, and yeah. they used the same logo, I think, in the, yes, in the marketing. they did. That. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, like... Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rant for me, I, in addition to some of the dialogue, because I, I wrote, no teenagers talked like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, as a kid, I thought they did. Yeah, yeah I mean, Like, yeah. as a young kid, I was like, yeah, I guess how, that's just I, teenagers. I guess we say totally <laughs> tubular. Yeah. I can't wait till I say I that. can't wait yes. to turn 13 and so just expand my vocabulary. I say cowabunga. You do say that. Cowabunga, motherfucker. Mayor <laughs> Margera says it. That's why I say it like that. Yeah. He says that sometimes. It's very strange. Um, I, you know, a rant is that they're, they're talking about the citywide crime wave, and yeah. it's like purse snatchings. Yes, yes. yes. Like, yeah. well, I don't know that that's going to be leading the news They steal day. a TV from an, an old lady. Woman, an old lady? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. I watched them both back She's to back right last there. night, by the way. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't think that was serious enough to warrant... Uh, 
kind of the the media response in in yes. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, knowing what I know now about New York and crime rates and. Uh, there were conservatively and, 10 murders that happened at the same time of this crime wave. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, we've all read or watched Freakonomics, so we, right. know, we know correlation and causation. Right. So uh, for me, like, the, the idea in the late 80s was that New York was just crime, just yes. wall-to-wall crime. Me too, me too. And now it's like, oh, it's just a tourist trap. Like, right, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's an interesting rant. I'll give you a... I, I, it's funny because just counter rant... Oh, good. Counter rant. Um, I like that. New. We're going to start just, using that counter rant. I totally bought it for some reason. And when you say that, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, like, did they do a good job of kind of sweeping over that for me? You know, I don't know. But I, you're totally, I, I didn't even think about yeah. that. But that makes a lot of sense. It's like, why would they care about like, even if we say that we only saw three individual episodes of, of, of sure. thievery. Like, even if it is people's TVs and stereos getting stolen. I'll agree. They did a you... good job of communicating just how much stuff they were pilfering from, right. like, going to the, yeah. the the hideout and then yeah. seeing everything that, like, mm-hmm. there was there. Right. There wasn't a combination TV, DVD play, or VHS player left in the city. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They were all in that warehouse. Which is funny, too, because you'd think they'd be selling them. You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just, they just, they just want them. they shipping them back to Japan? It made no sense. Like, they were going to ship them back to Japan, repackage them so people rebuy them was my like, yeah. rationale of that. I, I have a question. So oh, April, save, save it, save it. We do big questions at the end. Well, this is not, it's a very it's small, not, question. Okay, small question. Okay, okay. When April says to the foot soldier in the subway, she says, oh, I hear about my Sony bill. Oh, that's so Is offensive. that a racist joke? That is so offensive. Is yeah. that a racist joke? I, I didn't think. I think it I didn't, was. I didn't, I didn't yeah. understand what she meant. And then Lou's like, that's a racist that joke. Is, yeah. And I'm like, I don't get it. Because they were ninja. Japanese. Yeah. And yeah. Ninja. Because I guess, yeah. yeah. And Sony was Also, is Sony billing people directly in 1990? That's where I stopped. I was like, no, no, I don't know if that's, that's not how that, econ- like, that's not how currency like, works. Honey, I don't think. Listen, I'm up to my eyeballs and work. We got to pay off this VCR yeah. this week because <laughs> I'm bleeding out my ass here. Is it weird of me to not associate Sony with a nationality, or is it basically back then? Maybe it's different. I think we were closer. Uh, the thing that we that we often forget is um, in the mid to late 1980s, which is when, even though it's coming out in 90, that's the world that, that produced yeah, sure. this. Yeah. We're still so close to uh, World War II and, and like the attitudes and sentiments, there was still so much like j- distrust of the Japanese. I think about the idea that like... Led to Michael Crichton's book, Rising Sun. Yes. I thought about this before. This is a bigger kind of discussion, but like the idea that there's these older generations and I'm, I'm not saying that they're racist, but they care so much about people's ethnicities and nationalities in a way that I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Where it's, it's like absolutely generational. Where it'll be like someone like who's like, let's say 55 right now, oh, yeah. might mention that someone's Irish or or, or whatever. I mean, and, that's the joke. Like if you're like Italian, marry a nice Italian girl, Irish, marry a nice uh, Irish girl. It's yeah. yeah, it's, and, yeah. I don't, and I don't think it's necessarily, so I don't even think it's necessarily someone like, like it could be someone Irish saying that. It could be someone. Exactly. It, it, yes, you know what yeah. I mean? yes, yes. It's not yeah. like a racist thing or a negative thing. But these nationality and where you came from is so, so important. important. To the and it just doesn't matter doesn't at all even, anymore. Yeah, I don't even think about it. Like yeah. someone, I don't even consider it as a thing. I mean, I think uh, right if up, someone said to me, "What nationality is Justin Mara?" I'd be like, "I don't know, Denmark." <laughs> <laughs> well, when people ask me, penguin. like, like was it a penguin? Are, Antarctic. Like, my my students would fam- like famously ask me, like, "What are you?" Like they, you know, because it was so important to them coming from the DR, coming from Puerto wow. Rico, and it was like, "What are you?" I'm like, Time Lord. I'm like what? <laughs> 
Yeah, I never even <sighs> thought about it. Like, I, I honestly I was don't. Born fully formed in yeah. this blue call box. Yep. <laughs> I don't think about what my ethnicity is at all, but I think that I'm the majority. Uh, like, I'm a French guy. I don't. I don't trust any of that stuff anyway, <laughs> you, because you also you're like a French guy. <laughs> what, I, <laughs> What a weird question! I, right? I think. I, I think. <laughs> Do you think I'm French? Guy? I, I, I think of you as a. Fr- I think of you as a French fry. <laughs> uh, no, phrasing it that like, way makes like, How do I appropriately <laughs> answer this question? I, 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 I think. I think. I think of you as a French guy because you've identified as a French guy for so many times. First of all, I don't no, this is a great point. A French guy. You're, is, you're always walking. You're always riding a bicycle, and you've got a loaf of French bread sticking out a bag in the, in the basket in the front. First this is of the all, other thing. I'm not racist, but I hate the French. <laughs> <laughs> Sketch does a terrible impersonate like French. I've been impersonate. told not to do it anymore. Well, we immediately after Please one of our episodes of where we did it, we we lost half of our subscribers in France. Wow. It was that offensive. Oh, I've asked you to never do it again. God damn it. That wasn't me, that was Chuck. Oh. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> That was fucking so good. As as a representative of the French, do it all day. <laughs> Thank you. Now I have clearance. No, but it's one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, my grandfather is is this percent this, but also and I think I'm mostly French. Okay, you can. It's the 21st century. You can be I'm, whatever you want to be. I don't even understand. What but it is. like so many so many people, uh, if you're if you were let's say like Italian or in the <laughs> 1970s, or if you were Irish in the 1920s, people would lie about what they were, and now like, wow, well, yeah. When you ask like people like when they have to do ethnicity reveals, like, oh, we're this. Yeah. It's like they don't fucking know. Yeah. It's so it's, it's like it's so inconsequential to people now. But it's. I think it's also the closer you are to first point of contact with with the immigrant experience. May, it yes, really fucking that, matters. That's like a great. That's a great way to think about it. Arrived. It's important to them because yeah, it's the, identity. It is, and the community well, is yeah, so yeah, important. Yeah. But the further away you get from it, you don't care. It doesn't because I mean, you know, I'll I'll say this when people do ask me, I'm told our family is Italian, but like I'm I'm as Italian as the Pope. Really, I heard you were Denmark. I yeah. heard that too. That's, that's the other thing that people say all the time. They come up with so it's like uh, when people it's mention, so bizarre to like think of myself as anything other than like I'm I'm a, a guy. A, I'm American. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I, a am, I have am born and bred of this culture. When when and, people mention it, I'm like, are we yeah. in a Grand Theft Auto game? Like, right. what's going on yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. cares? I don't know. <laughs> like, do I have to do a drop off? I don't really. <laughs> right. I don't need to know their go nationality. Down, go down and see Frenchie <laughs> and like and yeah. the, down and like the whatever there. Yeah, because yeah, like you know the Croatian part of New York, which is yeah. like. Yeah, that's a thing. I don't know. Like, yeah. it, My favorite NPC, though, in Grand Theft Auto is the guy that comes up to you and goes, Hey, do I look like a French guy to you? <laughs> <laughs> that joke about when you did the laugh and said, No, that was Chuck. That's the joke of the episode. <laughs> By like leaps and bounds. Oh, that was so funny. Uh, we were we were oh. ranting. Um, yes. Sketch, do you want to give your There's first rant? There's not a terrible amount to, to rant on. I, I The one thing I picked up on on this watch that... I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> land on. <laughs> well, just the idea of your face. I'm like, do you think of me as a friend? <laughs> so His face befuddled. is like, what's, what's the not offensive answer to that question? Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to no, derail no. this. I'm not going to. I'm sorry. Um, Casey and April. Yeah. Okay. Their relationship? Their Lack relationship, thereof. their story, their journey in this movie. I, I, I remember as a kid thinking like, that must be for the grownups. And now watching it as a grown-up, I was like, if that was for the grown-ups, it was not done was, well. Yeah. Yeah. And it so mm, interesting. Yeah. Like I just like, never it's interesting cared too about because them. they like they try and insinuate like it's the morning after that something happened, but the timeline doesn't match. There was nothing. There's like no reason for them to be like having that awkward, like, we're in the kitchen now, and we're trying to like mm-hmm. function. Like nothing happened. They only just got there the night before. Yeah. 
Interesting. And they probably arrived at like two in the morning. And so then Casey like... gives that really creepy background. Yeah. After he's been slicing vegetables yeah. with the katana. With the katana it's, yeah. It doesn't work. So I'm right there with you. It's yeah. like. I didn't even notice it. I don't know. I saw yeah. it through a child's eyes. Yeah. And like, Last but night? as a kid, I was like, oh, this part isn't for me. <laughs> right. Who was the child? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you think. It, about was, this. it was Metalhead. I held him up to a light. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if I hold it further away, uh, I'd, I'd say my one other rant, yeah, is that, and and I realize how dumb it is, you know, it being a kids movie. Splinter should have died because Splinter absolutely should have died. You know, he he when says was? this this is the last thing I'll say to you. Yes, and they're you know communicating communing with his spirit or whatever, and uh, I think it it makes their journey more powerful. I, yes. and, and part of it is uh, just kind of an overall frustration with the lack of consequences. In not just turtles, turtles, but like you know the the greater media universe as well. Mm. I just finished a video game. I will not name it because the ending is a character should have died uh, to make narrative sense, and that character didn't die, mm. and it's frustrating <clears throat> to me as someone who's consuming this from a good that, story, storytelling standpoint. Right, yeah, that, yeah. That they, yeah, yeah. That sometimes they, a character has to go. Right, and, and even like they they faked killing off a side character about eighty percent of the way through the game, and then I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be revealed that like this is just a hallucination and uh, not the case. Yeah. So uh, a little little frustrating. And so that was kind of in the top of my brain when I was watching this. But Splinter wow. did say, this is the last this, thing I'll yeah. say to you. I think, I'm, I think I'm he, giving, I think, like, he was basically like, I'm like, what's left? I'm giving it to you. Yeah. And fire. And, and it's like, time to grow yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Counter rant. Oh, all right. Oh, counter rant. I was just going to say. You loved it. I love to, Splinter. To <laughs> me, <laughs> to me uh, him as the ghost above the fire. Yeah. yeah. What it meant was, like a unifying moment for the turtles. I agree. Sure. The last yeah. thing I, I'll say to you kind of meant during this visit, the spiritual mm-hmm. visit. Okay. And then that's how they knew Shredder was lying during the fight when he oh, said okay. that Shredder killed him. That's why I think they did that. Okay. When Shredder's like, he's dead. And they're like, liar! Because they, because yeah. of that moment. Right. But I understand what you're talking about. Okay. Too. I think, and and it was one of my big questions. I'll just ask it now. Do you, like, do you think that was a rewrite? That they did in the script, the original script, they did kill Splinter, and then the suits were like, "Oh no, you can't kill Splinter." Um, I don't think you need to kill Splinter. I, I think the idea of him getting because so what happens in this movie essentially at is, that point is, in the film, Splinter is like tortured, bloody, and like just you, you could. Just I remember see being very sweat. upset about that as a child. I was upset yeah, about too. it rewatching it as a grown man. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, and Elise was like, "Holy sh!" Like that's. That's dark. Yeah. That I is dark. I, I don't think that they should have killed him. I think that his whole speech... Not should they. Do you think that in the original script, like, they killed him? I don't know. I don't think, my I don't note think is it... forced ghost Yoda splinter in a fire says, like, this is this is it. I'm, I'm dead. Like, to me, that was like, he I, died, and that's how he was appearing. I definitely could see it as a rewrite. I, I just think for that, the overall hero's journey is that the mentor has yes. to die mm-hmm. in order for the hero to kind of accept their destiny and move forward. Yes. Uh, and you know, and and Raphael stops talking about leaving at that point, right? Like, yep. like he, ex- this is his family. He can't like his brothers will now now die if he leaves. I don't, I don't, I don't think so because it almost seemed in this movie, and maybe this is just me. This is gonna be the deepest fucking conversation of the of this movie ever. <laughs> it, 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 it almost seemed like in this movie, the turtles are on a journey, and they're they regroup to continue on this journey, but they still are not capable of fighting Shredder by the end of the movie. Sure. And Splinter has to come in and beat them because he's an actual master. Mm-hmm. And the turtles are basically still learning and still growing still by novices, the end of the movie. Yeah. So that's that's kind of how I took it. So I don't know if it would be a re- rewrite because that would mean that at the end of the movie, the turtles do just kind of beat him somehow. 
You know what I mean? Right, by working together. By working together, yeah. And sure. I, I think that it made more sense for them to continue to be in a state of uh, learning. Okay. Let's All right, guys, brass tacks. Casey Jones beats the Shredder. Let's just... It was an accident. He said, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Plausible deniability right Plausible. there. Plausible. <laughs> Straight up, like, second-degree murder. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Force Ghost Splinter was a big rant for me. It took yeah. me out of it. It was like, if Splinter had that kind of power the whole time... Well, like, they, they had to meditate, yeah. and, and they yeah. were bad they, about they it. Were the they were terrible. Yeah. They were the ones that, that got him, that were able to reach him. Yeah, I feel like Splinter was always transmitting, but they me were never too. in the mindset to me, me accept, you know? And around that fire, they... Look, I'm just saying, like, yep. it's right up there with, like, the Stranger Things walkie-talkies. Like, mm-hmm. what's the range on meditative clairvoyance? I'll say this. I think that... Unlimited. <laughs> traveling <laughs> through the astral realm. <laughs> Come on. So, so we, uh, we, you know... You we just need a large campfire to receive it? Yes. This movie is muddied by the fact that they're, like, creatures. They're, like, yeah, know, they're not yeah, real yeah. humans. Yep. So imagine this as four ninjas that are not turtles mm-hmm. with a master. And the master okay. is, like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a master of ninjutsu, blah, blah. You know, we have to regroup, and then he's the he's the main guy. He gets kidnapped, and the four ninjas finally come together to meditate around oh, a fire. Shit. I just realized. I'm, so, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I th- I think it makes sense that those ninjas coming together to meditate sure. finally gets him there. But the fact that they're rats and turtles almost makes it be like, well, what are they? Magic, blah blah blah. But I think that if it was just ninjas, you'd buy like, it. Like more. the movie was just called Teenage Ninjas. Yeah, Teenage mm-hmm. Mutant Ninjas. That's it. Oh, wait, da, da, da. That's it. What else? Are they still wait. mutants? Yeah. How are they mutants? Well, they mutants. have deformed just toenails. Teenagers. Teenagers. So, yeah. so I think if they were just ninjas and they finally regrouped and were able to communicate with him, I think everyone would buy it more. But the fact that there's already an element of uh, fantastic fantasy yeah. makes it like a little bit more muddied. We should sure. reshoot the movie just as teenagers. Well, I was going to say shot yeah. for shot that, remake. Isn't that basically three ninjas? Yeah. I've I've never seen three ninjas. Or I, I can't be a ninja. I'm a French guy. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. You're a French ninjas. You're a fringe. Fringe. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just put out a Craigslist ad for athletic sure. teenagers. Yeah. Sketch. You, you... Yeah. You know what? That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That. that was Chuck, by the way. I need young, I need young impressionable <laughs> teenage boys. Oh, very no. flexible. We don't really. We don't ever really uh, cut anything out of the pod, but that's that's the line, I think. Um, Sketch. Did you give your rant? Uh, I did. I gave my rant about Casey in April. Oh yeah. I mean, okay. If if I had one other rant, it was just that, and this this was a problem in the in the television show too that I didn't notice as a kid, but I noticed more moving forward as the as the turtles developed more individual personalities in later, sure right editions of themselves. I I like that much better. So when we go back and they're all just kind of generic party dude, with the exception of Raph, mm, sure I missed like. Donatello was not an inventor. Donatello's yeah. not an inventor. Donatello Leonardo is barely a leader. I feel like but I think Leonardo it's very early leader-y. in their journey. He was yeah. very leadery, but he he was he was I, I, I'm gonna say weak, but on, but not in like a physical way. Right. He was like Nerd. hesitant. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. As he was a cautious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cautious. That's a good word for I it. I never said I was your great leader. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Michelangelo and, and Donatello were just good. kind of in the background. Doing well, they the were silly like, stuff. they were the little brothers. Yeah. <laughs> they they were they had a different motif. Yeah. They were the little brothers. And I think growing up, I was totally fine with that. But now that they have these character tropes that they fall into, Raph being the tough guy, mm-hmm. as he's always been, Donatello being kind of like the nerdy builder and Michelangelo taking party to the nth degree. Yeah. I missed that going yeah. back. Sure. Yeah. So 
I'll uh, I'll just I'll just, uh, kind of like a throwaway. Uh, just the references and quips do not hold up. Like there are like Rocky and James Cagney references. They're not timeless. They are. Uh, they do not hold up. I like that. I think that that's a positive. I find that to be a positive. I think that some things you're just refer- full of counter counter rant well, right there. Well, I think that some of that some like Back to the Future sure mm-hmm. also has some references to specific things of the time. Pepsi, all this stuff. Sure, but I mean, like, was was DeLorean? James Cagney still like relevant oh, in so the nineteen eighties? Well, that's that's a different rant. Your rant is that it was already, it was already. That's what I mean. They don't they don't work in even that time. even in that time. They didn't work. Oh, like I, like in the I theater, didn't I didn't know who James Cagney. I saw James I Cagney as the Turtles had limited access to media. I, I okay. agree, Cagney. Oh, yeah. As yeah. Uh, I agree that it was not a timely reference at the time. I okay. Agree yeah. With that. Okay. I have a quick uh, side thing I'll tell you guys that I just thought of that I know you guys will like. <laughs> Brad likes it. He, I know he likes it. You guys will like this. So for a long time, I've been producing short comedy films with my band Senior Discount. And they're essentially like episodes of the TV show The Monkees, but about this band. And it's kind of for adults, not for like kids. And a lot, we do a lot of cutaways. No, it's not like The Monkees. It's nothing like mm. The Monkees. They're not listening. <laughs> the, and so we it's do a totally different premise. We do, uh, we do a bunch of cutaway jokes. And uh, one of my proudest ones was uh, we did a joke where like like this is the worst than the time uh, that Gilbert Gottfried voiced Michelangelo, <laughs> and it cuts to this it cuts to this scene where Raph and Leo are fighting, and he's like, "I never said I was your great leader," and Raphael is like, "You know me," and they have this huge fight, right. and then it cuts to Donatello and Michelangelo, and, like and Michelangelo has scene? the pork rind, and he reaches over and goes, "Pork rind," <laughs> <laughs> and that's the joke, right? <laughs> Isn't that joke so funny? That's fantastic. So we did that. And we actually, that's in one of our videos, yeah. that joke. And, but we did a follow-up joke that we cut because it was too stupid. Right. It was later in the episode, and we go, this is worse than the time that Gilbert Gottfried voiced all the Ninja Turtles. see <laughs> 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 with all of them having his voice. Isn't that so funny? Oh, that's a great joke. The He's... Michelangelo ones fight, but all of the turtles is too much. <laughs> no you cr- way. You great topper. Great topper. You went past the line. <laughs> Yeah, so funny. Oh my god. Brad, do you have any other rants? Um, my, no. Uh, I have, you told me to come up with four. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. did a couple. I, yeah. Good, Brad. I, no, I had I had three, and uh, my third was, was about Splinter's death. So uh, I'm done with rants. I have some raves when we're ready for that. Sure. All right, so my rants, because I had to come up with four, yeah. I kind of stretched my rants. Um, the fact that it was low budget was pretty obvious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you got Batman at this around the same time and Ninja Turtles. And it's so obviously yeah. a thing in real life without having to come up with rants. Right. I think it's actually a strength. Yeah. But at the time, from a kid's point of view, or for, even from like a young adult's point of view, someone that's not a filmmaker, essentially, mm. you could be like, come on, Nitro's deserve better than this sitting on a farm and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like you might think of it yeah, as like set, less, less exciting. The sets weren't developed. Well, I mean, they weren't sets for the most part. Exactly. The exactly. most elaborate set they built was uh, the sewer. And And, and again, I think that now I look back at it, I think it's a fun strength and it gives a fun feeling to the movie. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure I said it that way at that time. And you don't my, have to have four. I, I mean, if there are things I, that I, worked for you that you were like, oh, well, I have to have four rants, by all means. Well, there. so my third rant, the only one, I could, this is the last one yeah. I could come up with. Shredder looks like a little shrimpy dickhead. Like, yeah. it's weird. And here's why. The costume looks great, but the guy inside of mm. it looks this like is, you could snap him in half. This I'm is right this, there with you. This is the problem. They probably got a guy who was a regular guy but that whole shredder thing with the head and the shoulders was so wide, yeah, yeah. And so big yep. that it makes him look like he's as flat as a pancake. Yeah, you know what I mean. It makes his it's shoulders flat, so wide. flat. Stanley yeah. inside yeah. the yeah. shredder when and he first shows up and it's from behind. And he's the, got the, the cloak. Cape. On. Yes, I wrote down. 
The shredder, shredder looks, looks great. Fantastic. The minute they took and the cape turned, off, around. Oh, when he first I better showed, not say that. When he first showed yeah. up and I saw his body, I thought he was walking into a psychiatrist's office to talk about his bulimia <laughs> problem. <laughs> yeah, when they, when they, it was, it was, the minute they take the cape off of yeah. him, the illusion's gone. Yeah. Like, even yeah. when he's still wearing it, but they like pull it back over. Yeah, yeah. The blades, when you can see his body, it's it's, it's okay still. But when they like take the thing off of him, it all falls apart. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, so they use the Muppet body for this yeah. guy. Yeah. It yeah, was basically. so weird. Yeah. That's um, my only rants. Yeah, I'll just, uh, my, I'll say Casey Jones straight up murders the Shredder and then like the next like major takeaway is I made a funny. It's like, <laughs> what the <Yeah>. fuck? <laughs> like, we just, we literally just like gruesomely crushed a human being inside of a trash compactor and it's, the next line is I made a Funny? It's what hard. Uh, in media? I don't know what, what, what when you can kill someone and when it's okay. Just, I don't know. What uh, what did you think of the joke of like, oh, are you claustrophobic? And he's like, what? No, I've never looked what, at a dude. Yeah. yeah, that's very yeah. That yeah, doesn't that, hold that's up a, well at all. No, I was like, like, but you know, wow, I forgot about yeah nineties, and that obviously went way, way over, over my head. Yeah. Yeah. Too is because is is it the you know the analog would be homophobic, right? Right. right? Yes. So why would he say that? Yeah, because he's an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very strange. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I found I found that a little. We just we just murdered someone. Yeah. Well, there's this problem of like, well, what do you do in movies when you know, like Casey Jones is he a murderer? Like, what's yes, the deal? Yeah. Clearly, and he's not in the it, second movie it, because of it. <laughs> because of it, I don't think he's because in of jail. It. He is in jail. <laughs> but you deal with this problem. Well, of no, like, like Hens- Henson was like, no, you can't have him in yeah. the second movie, and then he's back in the third. For he's some in the third. Reason. He's yeah. in it twice. I, I so so it's interesting because you have this thing where it's like narratively this makes sense at the time. And then things change. Like, you know, let's say at the end, Shredder is so bad. He's trying to kill them and blah, blah, blah that the, the audience is with yeah. you yeah, when you yeah. want to kill him. Right. But it does kind of create this uh, moral issue. Hey, guys, not to break up the episode too much. Just wanted to let you know that at this point in the show, Chuck and Brad give us their rolling thesis on the Fast and Furious series. And there were some spoilers there. So we've cut that up and we've put it into an exclusive episode over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash shades and sketch. You can hear all of our other exclusive Patreon episodes there, as well as Chuck and Brad's Fast and Furious thesis. Is Jason Statham part of the family or just another villain? Tune in and find out. Back to this week's episode. Guys, thanks for tuning into our Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> I just want episode. I think that this kind of moral issue can come up when you're creating these movies yeah. and these stories that, like, well, if turtles happened in real life, like Casey Jones, that wasn't in self-defense. No, yeah. he, he straight he, up murdered the that Shredder. That guy fell into the back of a dump truck and he <laughs> murdered him. Like if that happened with me and Brad, and even if Shredder was trying to kill me on a roof, right. and he fell into a jump truck and Brad crushed him to death, I think you might still go to jail. No, no, no. I it was an accident. That's why I said <laughs> he <"Whoops."> said whoops. <laughs> Your Honor, <laughs> and you're like, why did I let he him? He clearly <laughs> said whoops afterwards. <laughs> he I'm, was just looking for a place to lean. I'm obviously re- representing you in court, right? Oh yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> Your Honor. Yeah, Brad, as your uh, as your legal counsel in this matter, I'm going to advise that you not let Chuck. <laughs> the whoop defense. <laughs> if you if you commit a crime, but you say whoops, whoops. beforehand, you're innocent. Yes. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's like Lewis Tully representing the Ghostbusters in, in two. Just, you're just you're going to rob a bank, and every time you throw the money in your sack, you have whoops. to remember to say whoops. 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 It's just falling in, guys. I don't want to be doing this. Are you psyched for the new Ghostbusters? Uh, yeah, I think I it's really going to be am. fucking awesome. It's going to be amazing. Gonna be, I don't even yep. like the Ghostbusters. I love them. Be, that's Ghostbusters, another movie too dark for me to like relate to or understand really? the hype for. That's how Ooh. I felt when it came out. 
I love Ghostbusters. And then I was like, I was it's like, Big Walking Marshmallow. Of all time. I'm in. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing is time. Batman, Turtles, Ghostbusters, yeah. too dark, too serious. Then sequel, cartoonized a little bit. I like the sequel. Oh yeah, that was the takeaway from our episode. Like Ghostbusters two, yeah, was the was the more enjoyable and cinematic of the two somehow. Yeah, my brother's first words movie. were Statue of Liberty because of wow, the movie. wow, isn't that That's weird? Crazy, yes, yeah. it is. Very strange. <laughs> interesting parenting techniques. On it the sounds, part of it your sounds parent. like a lie, right? That sounds like a lie. It does. Who's, who's going to know? But uh, I mean, I'll, I'll <laughs> no, take it as the French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we transition to raves? We still have another movie to talk yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, let's do raves. Um, I, I love to get deep into this shit. Sure, sorry, yeah, that's sorry, nice. that's all right. I love it's it. our fiftieth episode. Yes, yeah. We need a like a, and we don't have any. Yeah, French, oh, we're French, we're, we're, we'll put them in. We don't need French pieces of shit up our ass to oh, keep it nice and tight God. anymore. All right, so here are some. <laughs> Not even me. There go, there go all of our listeners. There's the other friends. half. I'm, I am deeply apologetic. No one else in the room seems to be, but I am. Here are some raves I'd like to. All right, thanks, Brad. Thank you, Brad. I thought they did a lot without much of a budget. Absolutely. Uh, I thought the character design and the animatronics were A+. And uh, I thought it was cute to watch a stop-motion rat do kung fu yes. moves. Yes, it was. I love that part. Uh, uh, so those are my raves. I'll piggyback on the on the, the, the turtles in Splinter. They're, I mean, they just look like comic characters brought to light. Yep. The, the turtles' suits really do look like the original Eastman drawings. Yes. And, yeah, and yeah, with yeah. the exception of the colored bandanas. other like Even like the way their um, harnesses belt across them down to, they really do look like his original drawings of the turtles. Yeah. And I, I think that is amazing yeah. that they were able to, the Henson Creature Shop in 1990 on this kind of budget was able to do that. Yeah. yeah. There and is something that's like a good analog for film for those original drawings. Yeah. It's a really good. And it's, I, I watched it in HD on, um, on Amazon Prime and then I was like, oh, the suits don't. I mean, they, oh, I can see the seams. Like, all of the turtles look like they've been, like, garroted. Yeah, yeah. Person. I, I then, do see the seams a little. But then I went back and watched it, the, my VHS because I still have it. Yeah, of course. And it's it, all of that goes away because right, yeah. of it, when it was shot on yeah. the medium that it was shot on, it was hidden. Yeah. And like, so it's it's really, when you watch it in the intended yeah. format that it was created for, this is a case, another case, I think, where enhancing it over time the blu-ray doesn't make the experience better it makes it worse we watched, you watch the original footage it is like oh my god these are four turtles and a rat on screen yeah. we, we watched uh, jaws and it was the hd remaster it's terrible well in the be- i don't think it's terrible but in the beginning when you watch it you could see the girl's that, vagina wow you know, when you're when it's like swimming up it, you could see her vagina oh my and goodness I'm like, this is really strange it, yeah i actually i actually really appreciate yeah, that but you rem- paused that. it for so long <laughs> <laughs> i actually appreciate the jaws restoration there's an hour and a half documentary about the restoration and they painted on some of the really yeah so i really appreciate that well, but it's just it does yeah. change things it changes it it does change things it definitely i mean does. the shark I, I mean the shark always looked fake the shark really looks fake on the blu-ray yeah, I mean, it doesn't look real, but it looks like what Jaws should look like. That's fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I know what you mean. Is Jaws, uh, Jaws is basically a megalodon, right? It's not a shark. I think it's a great it's white shark. Just a big great white. It, Isn't that basically a megalodon? No, megalodons are freaking huge. I know. Okay. I think Jaws is like 27 feet long, which is, which is, could okay. be, a great white could be 27 feet okay. long. And this is not the Jaws episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my raves, what are your mind? Yeah. Yeah. So my first rant was that it was different from the cartoon, yeah. but my first rave <gasps> is that it's different, different from, from the cartoon. Different from the cartoon. Whoa. Whoa. Which is cool. Wow. That's a counter rant. Yeah. You know, like someone was talking to one of the writers of, of either, you know, Dark Knight or whoever, mm. and they were like, why would you want to go see a movie with a story that's the exact same thing that you already know? 
You know, and mm. I was like, it's like, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. That's fair. I'd like to go see someone with a new take on a character in a yeah. world that I love. This is why I like Batman Returns, Dark Knight, all those different things. I think it's um, great that the cartoon changed the origin story because in the comic, this this was the comic origin story. Yes, the that, mutagen just that, hit yeah, them. They hit them and they, grew. they grew. They came, became uh, people. Um, I thought the story was really good. I yeah. thought that the idea of like them kind of being scattered, coming together at the farm to like regroup a little bit, it was actually a really good story. I like Splinter talking to the kid about his dad and how his dad yeah. actually cares about him. It made sense as an analog for Splinter's story right. and all that stuff. Um, I like that the turtles were kind of like real as opposed to the cartoon where it's like they can be like whoop, whoop, whoop and they could all like, you know, do a crazy <laughs> cartoon thing. Yeah. And this, they kind of had the same rules as like people. And then um, I think that there's lots of memorable moments in that movie. Like when the pizza falls on Splinter's head. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or when he says like, "I made the funny," like yeah. all that, all that different stuff. And uh, I think they really are. They did like a lot of memorable things with nothing. They right. were like, yeah. "It has to be uh, our efforts and the tone and the writing and all that stuff to just make these movie moments that you know are hard to create. It's hard to create. You know, you built a DeLorean. I mean, a right. time machine a time out of DeLorean. Right. Like that's that's a, the line delivery. That's writing. That's right. the right moment. The right emotionality." That's a hard thing to achieve, and I think that they have a bunch of them in this movie. Yeah. You know, uh, so I think that I, yeah, I was really, I was really impressed with it. To be honest, more impressed than I expected to be with the original yeah. Yeah. movie. Really, I was on my rewatch too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my my biggest my biggest rave was just the look of the movie. Yeah, yeah, on me such too. A, me too. And it, it immediately takes you in. That's what I mean and, by the reality. It yeah, feels like it, you're in a world. Well, right? here's the, the world. other thing too. It, the world building is subtle but so strong. And it's like, it's the New York City of your uh, your dreams and imagination. Like, yeah. maybe New York never actually looked like that. But right. when you think about yes. New York of the 1980s, where you step out into a street corner and get mugged, yeah. like, that's it. And they did such a great job of, of filming it. But I agree. It, it's not just that. It's the also the way it's filmed is just beautiful. Yeah, it's cool. The, the cinematography it's, it's, it's is gritty. a work of art. It's high contrast. It's gritty. It's dark. And, it like, feels more real. So much of the camera angles are like classic filmmaking technique yeah. and they're mm. using film as a narrative story de device. And just one of the, the moment that really stood out for me and talking about like memorable things is when the turtles are driving away from like April's flame engulfed house. Mm. And it's like this slow motion shot where everything just like kind of stops and the flames are dancing in the back window of the, the Vanagon that they're driving off in. And like, she's just been fired. Yeah. Her home is gone. And like, Everything of her parents, Dark Knight gone. of the Soul, and it's, yeah. yeah, that like it can't possibly get worse. And like in the the, it's probably no more than like ten seconds on screen. But that it's not so it, important. If Michael Bay did it, it would be like, oh, my house just burned down, and it's like it would yeah, just be a static yeah, yeah. shot, and things would be blowing up behind it. Yeah, and it would all be exposition, and just like the, you know, what did they have access to? They had access to a camera. And probably as much film as they needed, yeah. and they used it to tell a story. Yeah, yeah. and that was so yeah. impressive to me. I'll say additional rave for that part too. <clears throat> Watching it last night, when Michelangelo's on the ground and they're trying to hit him with the axes, it keeps rolling and rolling, yeah. and it keeps weakening the ground. And then all the guys are about to jump in, and they jump in, and the floor collapses. I was like, "That's fucking awesome! Yeah, yeah. yeah. what a great idea! Like that yep. could have been a lethal weapon, and right. I would have bought it. Mm -hmm. Yep, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, so I think that I don't know. I just thought that was a very sensical move. Yep. I like that. And it's funny because you think of that, like someone listening to this might be like, well, who cares? It's just a plot device they came up with. It's like, well, I think that stuff is hard to It's come, hard to, to come up with. I think it's hard to make this transition. Well, how do they get from the apartment to this? 
it's hard to yeah. make that feel like a, a cool part of it. It's, Absolutely. You could do it in a way that that works, but it's hard to make it feel uh, fun. And authentic. Yeah. And authentic, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sketch? You got a you got a rave? Not one that you guys haven't already said. Oh shit. I mean, uh you guys got covered it. Yeah, I mean the the suits was my biggest rave. Yeah, yeah and how yeah. well they held up. Yeah, even looking Those back, teeth, they're scary. The, the, the teeth are the, the, the teeth turtles are, are upsetting to see. Yeah. You can yeah. see why everyone is really frightened. To There's see nothing them. fun about them when you no. look. They're veiny. They're yeah. like swampy. Yeah. They look like they have lizard they skin. They have to smell horrible. They must. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that all the time. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say a long time ago on the podcast, we talked about how like, I'm like, I love a good real creature. Yeah. Like, yes. I, practical effects. We I, talk about this all the time. Real I, creatures and practical effects. And I will say, I think I like a movie more if there's like a believable creature in it. Like, you know, I love gremlins. I love yeah. that stuff. I remember we talked about it. And I asked you if you'd rather have sex with a Wookiee or a threesome with two Ewoks. Remember that? <laughs> what did what's, you say? I've yet to answer. <laughs> oh, okay. Smart. Really thinking about it. Yeah. The pros and cons list is just uh, growing. I mean, it depends on the Wookiee and the Ewoks. Of course. <laughs> that's that's a sensible always answer. Always does. Always does. Oh, that's funny. I only know the name of one Wookie, one Ewok. Wicket? Wicket. Yeah. yeah. Do any of the others have a name? I think there's, I think there's, the, there was the chief. Uh, <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> there, uh, they exist. Wicker, Wicket. Because uh, I'm you going know, with Ewoks. Ewoks. Ewok, Ewok threesome. <laughs> says a lot about you. Well, just think about like the treetops. That's beautiful. They're, they're also like yeah. small, childlike creatures. <laughs> no, they, to me, they look way more like old men than really? children. Don't you think so? They all have like beards and How mustaches. is that better? <laughs> It's legal. legal. That's, oh, okay. that's old the key. men can consent with they sex. Look, no, right. they they look like dogs to me. They look like Lhasa Apsos. Yeah, yeah. I'm still thinking. <laughs> it really depends. Yeah, you, you know really what? want to be I careful have, before you answer. I have one last, Wookies have teeth. I have one last rave. <laughs> Go for it. I have one last. <laughs> Do Ewoks not have teeth? I'm pretty sure Ewoks have teeth, They're Chuck. so much softer. Oh my goodness. We're, looking, <laughs> we're learning so much about you that I just don't care to know. Um, I will just, I will just say, um, Shredder and his Lost Boys Foot Clan yeah. were so, I, that was so smart and yeah. A, yeah. a way to do it that, and just like, I'm stealing your kids, I'm giving them purpose and then I'm coming for your city. And it's, there's something like, I don't know if it works better now in the world that we live in or if they intended this at the time, but there's something like insurgent and like ISIS about them, uh, about that. Yeah, yeah, and it's sure. like, even though we're like, I thought it was really smart yeah, yeah, right. putting him like, he's stopped before he's able to put his plan into motion. He's got his army, he's got his plan, he's got his stuff, but then yeah. he has stopped. Yep. And it's like, there's something terrifying about that. Um, and and, and there's a mature storytelling here, even though it's it's a right. kid's movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, I it's agree. The, as an adult watching it and just being like, oh, like this is dark. Yep. Yeah. This is so dark that... Yeah. That like he's been had this sway over the, like the the lost children. He's, of New York. he's, he's essentially radicalized them. He has yeah. radicalized yeah. them. Yeah. Yes, against, absolutely yeah. against the the current prevailing culture. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Fortunately, mm -hmm. there's nothing going on like that now. Exactly. Yeah. So, I'll give you I'll give you a funny little mini rant that's kind of a funny New York part of it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Frenchie. In all the beginning where they're like stealing stuff, you yeah. can tell that the city shots are are real, and the individual shots are like you know shot somewhere else. It's North right. Carolina. They yeah. shot in North Carolina. All those shots have I Love New York bumper stickers yeah. like, plastered everywhere. Oh, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, to yeah. to, to yeah. show that they're, even the TV has one yeah, on it. That's yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> so funny, isn't that? It I was like, it's like yeah. such a dumb and funny way to do it. But it, it makes it charming to me, honestly. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Cool. I think it's funny. Nice. I guess it's uh, moving on to the next film. Wow. 2014. Big what, any, any big questions on that one? Or oh, do you should we do the, the big film? questions? I, I, only, I only did them as a whole thing at the oh, end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do, do you guys have any big questions? 
for the tw- for the '90s? Should we just leave it behind? For the '90s one, I don't have a lot of. Big I don't questions. either. No. Yeah. yeah, I was okay with that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll just ask this because I thought about it as we were talking about it. Do you think um, Ryan Johnson stole Force Ghost uh, Splinter back for, for Force Ghost Yoda in in uh, Last Jedi? Because that's literally how like Yoda appears. Yeah. And like sets fire to a tree. Hmm. Uh, just Do you think that was his influence? Ghost. Yeah, maybe. It's like probably stealing it back is hard to say. It's yeah. like when people say that Marvel stole shared universe movies from Kevin Smith, and he's like, "No, Marvel did it first <laughs> in a different way." <laughs> in a different way. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, Twenty fourteen. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Uh, okay. Following the purchase of Mirage Studios in 2009, Nickelodeon acquired all of the rights to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and wow. promptly announced a new film through its corporate partner, Paramount. Michael Bay and Platinum Dunes were brought on as producers in 2010. Five different teams of writers cycled through the project, at one point having the Turtles arriving from another planet, announced by Bay himself at the 2012 upfronts, causing production to halt and major rewrites to take place. Principal photography had to restart in May of 2013, and the proje- project wrapped photography in August of 2013 uh, with massive rewrites and reshoots. Yeah, let, me, let me just say this before we start with this. I like Michael Bay. Um, I like The Rock. Said nobody ever. Really? Do you like the movie The Rock is oh, awesome. The, did he do that? He did yeah. The Rock. Oh, yeah, I okay. think so. All right. Yeah. All right. I think he did a bunch of good stuff. I think if you looked at his resume, you'd be like, oh, shit. Like, Armageddon is pretty good. No, that's a Michael Bay movie? I think it's a Michael Bay movie. Oh, I think shit. that's how right. he became famous. Armageddon? All right. The I, Rock and Armageddon are... are they're serious. Those are... He's got filmmaking chops. I think that I know he did... Uh, he did... Um, Bad Boys, right? Uh, Yeah, I think he... Did he direct Bad Boys? I, 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 don't, I don't know. We're going to look right now. We're going to talk about his uh, filmography because it's it's an interesting thing. I, I thought that... Uh, Armageddon was kind of his leap to big budget movies. Interesting. Uh, let's see. So, Michael Bay as a director. Bunch of small shit that we've never heard of. Uh, Pain and Gain. That's Vanilla funny. Ice, Short, Sticks, uh, Playboy. All right. Um, here we go. Here's like regular stuff. I'm trying to get to it. It's actually a lot of... Wow, he did the Aerosmith Falling in Love is Hard on the Knees video. Um, he did Bad Out of Hell 2. Wow. All right, here we go. First movie directed, Bad Boys. That's a good movie. It's a pretty good movie. I'm not like in love with it. Um, you know, I'm not in love with Bad Boys, but I think it's pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. He directed The Rock, which I do love. Yeah, I, I love that's, the yeah, movie. that's a great movie. He directed Armageddon. Okay. He directed Pearl Harbor. Wow. Uh, he directed Bad Boys 2, which is one of my favorite action movies. Yeah. I think Bad I've Boys never seen 2 it. is Oh, it's incredible. I like, prefer the original. Really? But I I, I but I will uh, yeah. agree that the action is better in the second one. Dude, they, they they basically like do a whole movie and then they have to go to this island to rescue somebody right. and, and do drive, another like, movie, yeah. And it's like when they drive down that mountain yeah. through the town, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, he directed The Island, and then he went into uh, Transformers. Then he directed Pain and Gain, which Pain and Gain I is loved. great. Yeah. yeah, I loved Pain and Gain. Uh, that was like the movie he made after Transformers yeah, to like cool. cleanse his palate. Pain and Gain was uh, it's a real story, and it was Mark Wahlberg and The Rock, and the Rock. as these two uh, guys that worked at a gym, like the instructors, and they kidnapped this rich guy and they kind of hold him for hostage. And it was based on a real movie. Wow! And real, honestly, real story. a real, real story. story, a real story. I'm yeah. sorry. And they made they made an edition of the Blu-ray later that also includes a, a, a full-length documentary about the original thing. Oh my and god! I still want to watch that. But Pain and Gain was a good movie. Oh. Then he made Thirteen Hours, um, and yeah, that's that's all it has as director. Did he just produce the Turtles movies? Yes, he's just the producer. Okay, he's yeah, not the director. So, so I yeah, so I think of Michael Bay like I know that people love to kind of shit on him and stuff, but I actually really appreciate kind of his contributions in general. 
And it's funny to think of like, well, when you're this guy who has a budget and some constraints like The Rock, what happens when you get, you know, right. something like Transformers or Turtles mm -hmm. sure. and there are no constraints and you get to do exactly what you want? Because I do think that Transformers is not great. I've only seen the first one. I'm not really interested in it. And then obviously I don't think it's the, not turtles, good. the Turtles is good either. No. We but, liked the first one. We well, talked well, about that. Well, the franchise overall the franchise is not then good. Fell the, down. Fir the first yeah. one's fun. Yeah. I've never, I never really liked the Transformers ever. Okay. So I just wasn't yeah. interested. Yeah. It's, hard, it's hard because I do think that sometimes nostalgia can be at least a hook. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I didn't have that hook. That's but, fair. But I, but, I, I, but I like Michael Bay in general. I understand the criticisms and I pretty much agree with them. But I think that he obviously has the ability to do really good stuff, yeah. which is weird. You know? Should we do the scores? Yeah. Let's do the all-important internet scores. Score? IMDb gives the 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a 5.8. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 22%. 88% of Google reviewers love it, and uh, I gave it a 78. Okay. Wow. I was, I, I, I was, I was being generous. I was going to say, on a score to, to, of 1 to 100, yeah. I gave it like a 42. Wow. wow. I, I don't think it's good. I was being generous. I was trying to find things to rave about. Yeah, it's it's hard because I love the turtles so much, yeah. and I've been appreciative of like every iteration is different. Even the toys to the cartoon, they're right. not the same. No, I so I appreciate everything, and I think that the design of these turtles was like abhorrent. Yeah, you mm. know, and it's funny because I'm one of those people who is really like, let's give it a chance, let's see, like maybe this is you know this is different. That's okay, things change, blah blah blah. And I'm usually okay with remakes yep. and reboots, and I try to really appreciate things. But I just thought the designs in these were like awful okay great then i'll tell you my real score fucking zero yeah like, wow. i fucking hated this movie well it's, so it's those, those like, i found things that i could rave about those designs it's almost like they're the opposite of the original designs the original designs were yeah. unifying and they had these simple differences that really kind of made them a team and this it was like oh they're like stupid warriors their faces are flat which i hated that. yeah i hate that i hate I hated, the look of the turtles they all have these like accessories everywhere like a bamboo yeah. chest plate and like uh, the seashell necklace everything just seemed so unnecessary and like it was it was almost like they hired a person that had to redesign them yeah. and they're like they're gonna fire me if i don't come up with something and they just kind of made up shit as opposed to well, being they, like, well, let's just kind of they make looked it. like triangular aliens from i'm trying to think what movie they kind of look like yeah but, I, know, uh, I know what movie you're talking about yeah it was in the 80s and they had big green heads yeah what the I, hell movie i can't was think that? of it mars attacks no, no. Well, mars, mars, mars attacks. i know what you're talking about one of them wore sunglasses yeah yeah they, they had to do massive redesigns at the last minute Crazy. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I, it was hard for me to find anything to rave about to, like, get my score. I thought I was really going to offend you if I said, like, I hated this movie and couldn't score it. I got, I got some raves, but yeah. they're... I will say... I mean, I got some raves eventually when we get there. But, yeah, I hated the design, and I, I am not that person. I gave uh, it I gave it a 50. Okay. It's fine. Okay. It's there. Yeah. It's potentially harmless. 65, because it was, like... It wasn't as offensive to me as some of the other things we've watched. Sure, uh, <laughs> but it was—it was nothing. It was a whole lot of nothing. It was. Um, it really was. Have yeah. you watched the Friday the Thirteenth movie where they go to space? No. It's a great one. I love that Jason X. Jason X. Yeah. It's great. It's a great episode of HDGGM. Yeah. Yeah. I've listened to that. Yeah. I actually really like Jason X too. I really appreciate it. Oh my god. I do not. We watched a terrible movie. We watched. We watched. They put all... a fuck. They turn him into a cyborg, right? Doesn't he have a flamethrower on his shoulder? Which I fucking drew in like grade school, and then they did it. It was like, ah, how do I get my movie money? <laughs> we we did. A... I think a lot of kids did. I know, but still, I'm trying to think. We didn't. We, we all split it of... evenly. Did we do an episode where we went through all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies last year? Yes, yes you we did. did. My, and our favorite one was Freddy vs. Jason, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. 
Interesting. It's not uh, so much a comment on Freddy versus Jason as it is all the other Freddies. Yes. <laughs> Freddy versus yeah. Jason is fun, though. Yeah, it's fun. It's very fun. Did they ever do a follow-up to that? Freddy was, and Jason, they were supposed to be. It was supposed to be Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Oh, versus Ash, that's they, right. They, yeah. Studios could never yeah. uh, get the licensing right. Yeah. You know, but uh, I like Freddy versus Jason. Continue, let's yeah. do this. I Let, don't want to derail. How about the money? <laughs> let's talk about the money. Yeah, let's, so how, much do you, how much do you think it cost? 55, no, no, I'm going to guess. Do you not have this figure? No. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna say this movie costs 110 million dollars. I'm gonna say 110 million and one dollars. Okay, zero. <laughs> one dollar. One dollar. <laughs> uh, this movie cost 150 million dollars. Oh, that was the closest. I was the closest. You know if you million. round down with Brad's estimate, <laughs> why, why would you do that? How much did it make? It probably made. It probably made 600 million dollars. We keep coming up with the same numbers in our brains. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say 650 to give Chuck a little a little breathing room. 600, 650 million dollars. 500. 500 dollars or 500 million. 500 million. 500 million dollars. I had to say the million. It made 493.3 million dollars. Hey, that's the closest yeah. I've ever gotten on one of these. Yeah, that's good. If you round up, congratulations. Yeah, yeah thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Um. All right, should, should we start with uh, rants or raves? Raves, because they won't take long. They won't take yeah, long. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, I'm just going to say the 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 blending of different stories, uh, the origins, they were able to work in somehow every iteration of Turtles that came before them. Um, in the original Eastman comics, April is a lab assistant, and they mm. kind of worked that in, uh, the whole like Hogasha thing that she was their protector. Right. Mm, um, cool. But they also made her a reporter, um, even though they created yet another origin story of like how they became the turtles and evolved and devolved. Yeah. They still put their own spin on it while, while, um, putting their own, I don't know. they they had tried to do something original and I, I think it succeeded in capturing everything that came before. Mm. I don't know if it made for a good movie, but I appreciated that they tried to do it. Mm, okay, okay. I like that. That's a good way to look. It's a positive look way to look at it. Um, I loved, I love it. I think that the snow scene is actually just a very fun action sequence. Of yeah. them sliding down the mountain with the cars behind them and they're jumping between the, the cars and Leo passes out and they're kind of passing his body back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like super imaginative and super fun as an yeah. action sequence. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great standalone sequence. Yeah. Not what you would have expected in, no. a, yeah. in a, a teenage mutant. Yeah. yeah. It's funny On because... snow covered mountain. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pl- it's totally out of their element. Yeah, and playing with like... Uh, I love playing with the physics of like action sequences, which is why like in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, they do a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, in a way that I That's think... That's Michael is really... Bay too, isn't it? Uh, no, it's Jerry Brockheimer. Jerry Brockheimer. Jerry Brockheimer. Which, which he worked in The Rock yes. with Michael yeah, Bay. Yeah, yeah, uh, So... They have a very similar film style. Like I love when Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow is it Jack Sparrow? Yeah. Yes. He's in the big. He's on top of the big wheel and he's running through the yeah. fight scene yeah, yeah, backwards. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, I love that. It's Just, a great visual. Yeah, and it's a great use of cartoon physics almost, yes. <laughs> or like enhanced physics, which is why at the end of Fast Five, the save chase is kind of like that in a much more realistic way. Sure. Um, but this snow scene, man, I was just like, that's really really fun. That's like such a fun way to deal with the idea of. The car sliding down, the huge truck, and them. Oh, I thought it was awesome. I love that. And we watched it in theaters, and I was like, I really appreciate that part. And last night, I was like excited to see it again. It's yeah. true. He audibly gasped on three occasions wow. during that scene. Wow. Like, oh. like, cool. A three gasper. A three yeah. gasper, yeah. Was, <laughs> wow. yeah. Uh, that, was, that was one of my raves. The other one was just the cute little uh, elevator beatboxing scene. I, yes, uh, I really liked that right? part. Like, Actually, I, I wrote I, that down, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll say, you know, when we, when we saw it in theaters, I remember being like, 
like both of these scenes both at like hit me then and then we rewatched it last night and chuck said you know before we watched it chuck said oh that snow scene i'm like oh yeah the snow scene i'm like wasn't there an elevator thing too and so like those are the two things that we remember it's easy to forget that they're brothers yeah in in a lot of the treatments that they do they're they're more of a group than they are family Mm -hmm. and family dynamics and that was a great way to like not only bring it back and remind you that they are a family they are brothers but they do genuinely like each other as well, even though their dynamic is not always easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I liked, uh, I thought that the ending where like the whole movie happens and at the end as like a final tease, they introduce the turtle van. That's the right move. That's a cool move. But then they didn't have it in the sequel. It's not in the sequel? No, they like drive around in a dump dump truck. truck No, the garbage truck. Garbage truck, truck, yeah. Is it cool though? Not really. I I, I thought the garbage truck was cool. I thought the van was cooler. I thought that sequence... uh, with the garbage truck in the second one was pretty good. Oh, I gotta watch I that. I don't remember. I have to rewatch it. Yeah. I gotta watch that. But, uh, does it shoot uh, manhole covers? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, God. I But, uh, it was like classic <laughs> toy placement. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but I thought that that, you know, when you're dealing with reboots and you're kind of in this culture now where it's like we're gonna take this property that people care about and we're gonna remake it, you have to kind of deal with these when do we bring in this? How do we introduce this? Like Iron Man balancing something on sure. Captain America yeah. Shield. Yeah, the first yeah, Iron definitely. Man movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really delicate thing. And I think introducing the van at the end is cool. I like that Shredder had a bunch of knives come out and he would throw them and they would stick into stuff. Sure. And then he had the magnets to pull them pull back. back. And yeah. do it again. That's fucking I just excellent. wish the suit looked better. I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. that's, that's, but the idea we'll get to, is, we'll get to my rants. How do you take, <laughs> but how do you take something familiar that we all know and update it and make it interesting right. to surprise people? And I, that, that was very surprising. I, I love that. And I haven't yeah. even seen that in like another similar movie yeah. where someone has knives and they shoot them and they have magnets and bring them back and they do right. it again. That's awesome. And then my final rave was, uh, the movie really looked uh, real, like when the turtles all break out of the test tubes at that point in time, mm-hmm. the way that it's filmed, it looks like it's real people doing it. Yes, it, when the they did turtles, a really good job. When the turtles are interacting with people, it act it does look very good. Like, there's a, there's a scene where they're all kind of looking down, and their bandanas mm. are hanging and everything, and I'm like, it's, if this is CG, it's crazy. Like I, they, maybe they really did hang the bandana. I don't know how they shot it, but the stuff seemed real. Like they, the gravity uh, felt. They right. wore yeah. motion capture suits, gray and black motion capture That's what suits. I that had giant turtle shells on them. So like the proportion of their head to the shell is the proportion of the actor. And I don't know if they had them wear bandanas though. I'd have to go back and look. A lot of it looked like the interaction looked very real. Yeah, they Mm -hmm. did. They had the, the only thing that was real that wasn't animated were their, the colored pads and bandanas. They actually, the actors did wear those so they could tell them apart while they were shooting to render later. Yeah, It it looked really real to me though. Like it didn't look like a CG thing. And it's funny because we're dealing with, you know, like Lion King this summer, where it's, which is like incredibly realistic. Mm-hmm. But this is this is five years ago and it was a, different. I have a counter rant for that. What? But I'll save it when we go. Okay, to okay, okay. My my favorite CGI uh integration in any movie ever um are the new Planet of the Apes movies. Like War and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Oh yeah, I haven't seen them. I haven't not seen a, them either. I'm not a Planet no, of the no Apes fan. No one's really like everyone I talk to has not seen these movies. <clears throat> They're like the best of the best to me, remakes of any old movies. They don't have anything to do with the original storyline. It's not similar whatsoever. Like the original is Charlton Heston, blah, blah, blah. Do they say damn dirty ape? They do. They do say so. There is one thing that's kind of similar to that. No, it's, no, they don't say that. They say it's a madhouse. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, it's not similar at all. The first movie is about, you know, James Franco looking for like Alzheimer, like a, a way to like solve that for his dad who's played by John Lithgow. And it's fucking tragic. It's Wait, great. isn't the 
aren't the Planet of the Ape remakes? Doesn't the first one have Mark Wahlberg in it? Nope. No, that's you're a thinking different, of a different, different remake. They've done two sets of remakes. That was that was like that was that was a Tim Burton Planet. That of the was Apes. that was like yeah. in 2004. Yeah. Oh wow, these came out in the past few years. Okay, um, and Dawn and War, like especially the second one, which is Dawn. Yes, is like one of my favorite like big budget movies that's come out in a long time. Right, I'll say I was very skeptical. Uh, going into like just seeing the trailers for the first one and then we saw a trailer in the theater and I'm like okay well now it makes me not want to burn down the theater and so it became a big thing that I was jealous that I wanted to do Planet of the Brads <laughs> and they beat me to it and so it's it's been a, a running joke but I, I yeah those are, all, those are all good movies they're great. incredible yeah. and like Andy Serkis is Caesar the main character yeah. Yeah, and they yeah, open yeah. one of the movies with him just like looking up and opening his eyes and they pan out slow and it's like you cannot believe that it's not a real thing. Wow. You know, like, it's incredible. It's it's great. But anyway, I think that for 2014, which, like I said, five years ago, these looked really integrated. It didn't feel like I was watching, um, you know, these CGI characters on top of a background that was really shot, which some movies do still right. look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do still look like that occasionally, and this one felt integrated. It's hard to get that, like, contrast and everything correct. It is. And make it feel weighty. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. hard. Get a get a rave. Well, I only have sketch. one. Um, I literally wrote down as my second rave. I mean, honestly, there's not much else. <laughs> uh, but for my first rave, the, it's it's the counter to what I said uh, for the 1990s. They did have more personality, more individual personalities between the four turtles. Sure, um, I and that. in a that's a good that's a good yeah yeah. yeah. And uh, I just appreciated that it was it was easier to get behind different motivations, different characters. Yeah, and. Uh, and then there's not much else. There, I, I was yeah. trying to thinking like if they didn't do all the big suits and everyone having this all these different accessories, if Donatello just had the backpack and that was like just he His had that thing, thing yeah. I think that could have been cool. Yeah, by right. itself. You yeah. know what I mean? Almost Absolutely. Like the, the goggles thing. and the glasses were too much. All that stuff. The yeah. glasses were incredibly offensive. Like, why do you have to be? Why does the nerd, why does the yeah. smart one, why does the person who like likes reading and sight have to wear like broken nerd glasses? Yeah. I will say he does have those cool goggles where you can see things. and That's, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I hear um, Just from a, a linguistic standpoint, if they were all raised together, they should all have similar speech patterns. Correct. And, and or accents. Correct. And they do not. They do not. Uh, but, you know. It's a movie about Ninja Turtles. So yeah. I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to let this one go. I'm not, this isn't going to be the hill I die on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ma- Michelangelo was almost over the line. Yeah. Like, almost. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, in terms of like... The racial stereotypes? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like the line was there. They went right up to it. Here's my question. did not cross, but they were very close. Are you sure that he's not supposed to be like a California surfer guy? Positive. Yeah, like, I, I, I mean, I, I have that's a finger the mo- over here. That's so. like the motif, but like that's not what was communicated to me. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought the I maybe in the IMDb trivia they talked about like they had they originally had him wearing a gold chain, but yes, they decided it was, it was too, too offensive. offensive. Oh, but then yeah. in, in the next movie he does wear he it. does yeah. wear a gold chain in the next movie. Wow, yeah. I'll have to see. It's yeah. Only for the first yeah, I mean, I guess. It's interesting. It's only like, offensive the just, first time. Yeah. Is that what you just said? <laughs> just to, just to have off a mic. you know a devil's advocate here. Is it just his speech pattern and that's it? Um, and, and the way he behaves in terms of like... I mean, he's a, he's skateboards, you know? No, in the in his treatment of April. It's playing on stereotypes. I, I, I think in every iteration of the Turtles, like one of them is like, we want to bang April. One yep. of the Turtles is like that. At so, least one. At sure. least one. They're yeah. teenagers. Well, that, and th- that part of being a teenager is never addressed, which is fine because that's kind of Hollywood. 
but sure. we don't show kids. But they are teenagers. That's a big part of being a teenager. Well, they, they always do kind of allude to like someone wants to bang April at least yeah, a little bit. Sure. And so I think that, well, that was the other takeaway when we were watching the cartoon series last night. We're like, she's very busty for a cartoon. That was yeah. like clearly put in for the dads. Yeah. We're yeah, going to like yeah. have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> or the animators are out to just draw it all or, day. All, draw it all yeah. day. It was like. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess know. that was my one complaint about the films together was that they didn't Have accurately represent oh. April's bust. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Disappointing. They, uh, yeah. I, no, I was saying that that was yeah. odd that they chose yeah. oh, to, yeah. like that yeah. animation choice for a children's cartoon. They so, were also inconsistent, though, throughout the episode. They started very I didn't bucked, pay though. that much attention to it. <laughs> I, I <laughs> she did. She started very Because <laughs> at, by, by the end, I was like, you know, this isn't Sketch that was crazy taking notes, anymore. conducting measurements. Yeah. He was like, dear Nickelodeon, by the end, she's an egg <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. It's from Sketch. <laughs> <laughs> they have a bunch of those letters you guys already. sounds so similar. There is a file. <laughs> Do we have any more raves for the 2014 Michael Bay? Not I, a forgave. How about, how about this? Instead of a rave, I'll give a forgave. I want to forgave uh, Megan Fox for this because I feel like Megan Fox is one of those actors who, and I feel the same way about Kristen Stewart. Has no talent or ability. Well, has no uh, emotionality or expression. So she's just like, like we have to stop Splinter or whatever she's it's like, it's like, no, What's Megan, Splinter you know doing? What? Why are we stopping him? <laughs> Why? <laughs> what did he do? He's well, dying like, on the floor. Oh, oh, she wants to save him. Stop it. Yeah. No, I would say like Kristen Stewart. Now, is it Kristen Stewart? What's her name? From yeah, Kristen, that's yeah, right. From Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. She Bella. would be like, in Jurassic Park, she'd be like, there's a Tyrannosaurus chasing us. Like, that's how she <laughs> right, would deliver yeah, yeah, the line. Yeah. And I feel like Megan Fox is kind of the same thing. Um, I, I feel like I like Megan Fox shouldn't be an actress, but she might be a good person, and I feel like people will hate her for this movie. I agree. I yeah. think she should have the wherewithal to like not do the movie. Yeah, maybe. Then again, if someone's like, what if you're a bad actor, and, and they're like, Mara, do you want to be April O'Neil? You would fucking jump at it. I would, <laughs> I would put the wig on and the jumpsuit. Yeah. No, I would be like, no, you're fucking crazy. I'm not going to play April O'Neil. I would be April O'Neil. Of course you yeah. would. Second. Oh, really? Second. Like, does that surprise anybody? Like, oh, we got to stop splitting. Brad, are you remotely, remotely surprised I'm, I'm, by any of that? I like the idea that they're like, we need a redheaded actress. To, well, like somebody who's a talented actress and also has red hair to play April O'Neil. Let's let's go to the Mara household and they walk in and they're like, "That's the one we want." He looks he looks like he's from Denmark. We'll take him. my redheaded actress wife. Totally okay with me playing yeah. April O'Neil. She's she's like in the backyard gardening. Yeah. And, and and you're it's my big break. Yep. Maybe they'll cast her as Casey Jones. Yes. Oh, maybe. There you go. Well, Would have like, been better than Stephen O'Neil. A true role reversal. It's just, it's just how do you say no? That's one time. Sometimes it's I think 21st about 21st century. We can gender bend this thing. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of people are, get upset with like actors or actresses, whatever it is, for taking these roles and doing poorly or whatever. But sometimes I think about the idea of being in a position where people really like you for whatever reason. Like Megan Fox obviously had this kind of you know, rise to stardom sure. based on her appearance and stuff. And if people are offering her these positions, it's going to be hard to say no. And I feel bad. I feel, I feel, I feel guilty if people are like, that movie was bad. Fuck Megan Fox. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I, I think the movie was objectively bad. Me too. And, and had very little to do with her, even Me though too. she's not yeah, I agree with that. very good in it. I agree. But I feel like as an actor, you... As a human being, you, you have a good have sense of yourself yeah. and the wherewithal to say, this is not going to work out for me. You know, it's, but it's but if they then throw another million dollars at you? Well, like, it's, I mean, it's, it's, I've already got the Transformer money oh, at that okay, point. It's, it's less about I mean? that like, and more like this. I'll put it this way. Let's say you're a musician. You know, we, we were both musicians. If you, like, wrote a song that you thought was, like, not great and right. that became your biggest song and people wanted more songs like that, 
wouldn't you start to think like, oh, people like this? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I worry about when Megan Fox is like, I'm trying to act. How is it? And they're like, the movie made $500 million. And you're right. like, okay, cool. And someone else wants to hire you again. You're like, right. okay, I guess I'll keep doing this. Don't you feel like that could happen? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, do. Yeah, I feel I like there's probably musicians and comics, like comedians. Well, who... I mean, it's it's the cast of Star Trek. Any actor who's ever appeared in Star Trek, like the fans love it. It destroys your career. You hate it for a while. Then you learn to embrace it and give them more of it. Interesting. I, I just think that with comedians musicians it makes sense to me if you were like here's my heart and you write a song and everyone's like we don't give a shit about your heart and then you write like a dumb thing or you perform sure. a dumb joke and people really like it and you say like well Do i that. guess this is the business yeah and you start doing it and like maybe megan fox has that relationship with acting i think she's far enough into her career to have the wherewithal to say i've done that enough maybe maybe well, i will agree to disagree on that one oh, I, 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 might, yeah I, I, I don't know what she's done recently Honestly, she's still working and she's yeah. starting to do more art house stuff. Like, like she was in, uh, she was in. This is forty with Leslie Mann, oh, yes, and I thought she was like appropriate. In that right. That's what I mean. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Like she has, like her range was perfect for that. Yeah, the type right. of the type of actor that she is. That's what I tell people. I'm like, I'm like, I love Seth Rogen. I think Seth Rogen is awesome. And they were like, you think he's a good actor? I'm like, I think he's good at playing himself yes. on screen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If, if, exactly. If he's not playing King Lear. I think that would right. probably be bad. Mm-hmm. But if he's, if he's <laughs> I would love. But but like trademark. He, well, great, a great geeking out. <laughs> if, he's, yeah, if he's gonna be go. himself and this is the end, he's super. He's great at it. Yes. Yeah. So a great funny. example of that is like he should have had the wherewithal, even though he loved it. You want to direct it? Fine. He should not have done Green Hornet. I actually like. Green I Hornet. love Green Hornet, but I recognize why people hate it. <laughs> Me too. And well, I Kano think, couldn't speak English. Do you know that guy couldn't yeah, speak English? Exactly. I never saw it. Exactly. And so I, it, he should have had the wherewithal to say, "This is beloved." In in people in, are like, yes. there's a, a group of people who are not going to appreciate this. I feel passionately about it. Like in his defense, so G- Green Hornet was essentially like. I really think that the problem with Green Hornet was way more that a studio misjudged people's interest in it. Just oh, absolutely. Just absolutely. like Black Ranger. Uh, was, yep. was it Lone Ranger? Yeah. Yes. Lone Ranger. Mm-hmm. was. I thought that was a very fun movie. It was yep. just like Pirates of the Caribbean, but a cowboy movie. Yep. Super fun. And the reason it did bad is because everyone's like, I don't give a shit about the Lone Ranger. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it's 20 years too late. So Green Green Hornet is really interesting because Seth Rogen and his writing partner, Evan Goldberg, in their career, they've done like, you know, Super Bad, which is like teen comedy. Mm-hmm. And they do like... Christmas movie, this movie, and they've, they've done they, a lot they of... They did 50-50. They did right. 50-50, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like serious, like, drama, drum, dramedy, and they've kind of successfully done all these different versions of different genres, so when they're, like, superhero movie, you guys get to do this, I think it almost, like, flies that Seth Rogen could play a superhero if the, if the character was right, and I really think it has more to do with the fact that it was, like... Because he, he talks about it openly. He's like, we wanted to do all these different things. And the studio basically said no to no. 90% yeah. of what we were going to yeah, do. Yeah. And there's no interest in the character in terms of people being like, I want to see Seth Rogen play this right. character or a new version of it. So I think that there's misdirects there for other reasons. But if you have uh, if you have Chris Pratt playing one of the lead superheroes, <laughs> you can have Seth Rogen, I think. Because yeah. Chris Pratt is himself. Right. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. That's but I, I know what you're talking about. I know what you mean. And maybe you're right. Maybe Megan Fox should be like, I don't have a ton of range, but I can be Megan Fox. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'll be in movies like This Is 40 right. where I'm right. the hot, nice girl who people think is a dick and then I'm actually nice or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. I know what you mean. Okay. <clears throat> but April O'Neil might be that. That's the other thing. But though. she's clearly not because but we've she, had the, char- the character for 30 years she at She just point. can't be that dra- dra- right. dramatic. She yeah. can't be like 
terrified and this, and I'm emotional. She just can't do that. There's something, the April O'Neil character in itself, there's something like wide-eyed and sure. ex- excitable about what is happening. And yeah, she's, she's an adrenaline, adrenaline junkie mm-hmm. to be down in, to be part of the story. And let's right. just put this out there. All the time, the turtles are just like April or titties or butt. I want to bang her and stuff. April is never like, I'm not going to bang turtles. She never says that. She's always just like. That is true. She she's never like, hey, says guys. that. She's like, I'll sleep over tonight. We'll see. Of course, like, that what? is the, that's <laughs> his yeah. takeaway for Chuck. Don't that's just like. Isn't that interesting? Is that, is that a rant Chuck or a is, rave? Chuck is in the back of his mind. Chuck is like, there's hope for yeah, me. She's, like, she's <laughs> not saying no. <laughs> there's like. Uh, but there is a thing where it's like at some point she's having slumber parties think, with them in the sewers, eat, think, hanging out, eating right. pizza. Don't you think she would be like, "Listen, like we're not gonna have sex. Like, no, intersp- we're not gonna have a romantic relationship. You guys are turtles, and it's why she being. keeps Casey Jones around." Well, I mean, sure, sure. That's because she because there's some, no attraction she there. Needs either. Some normal on the side, but yeah. you know. But I think that basically she should at some point be like, listen, we're not going to have a romantic relationship. I'm not going to have a relationship with turtles. You know, I don't know what your right. dicks are like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I'm not going to have a relationship with teenagers. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good point, too. Hold that's on, a good on. point, too. What if they're 19? Thank you, Brad. Thank you very much for... They might be 19. And, and the girl who played April O'Neil in the 1991 Ninja Turtles movie, Judith she was like 22. Yeah. So yeah. nineteen twenty two. I think I think it was established in that film that they were like fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> yeah, they said yeah. fifteen. They ca- they said multiple times. Fifteen, 15 years ago, yep. the ooze fell on them. Yep. Well, maybe there were four before that. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I think that, like April in the ninety movie was oddly into what them if Splinter, in a way that she shouldn't have been. What if Splinter okay. gave her permission to marry them? <laughs> to marry All four of them. <laughs> what if they went to Kentucky? All right, guys, this is getting weird. <laughs> Uh, by, the, by the way, why Kentucky? Why are you in a third? Okay, okay, Mexico. The, no, that's where can you marry a fifteen-year-old turtle? <laughs> oh, we're talking about age. Slippery slope. Are we, wait, we're already into big questions. <laughs> no, we're, uh, yeah, I know, right? By the way, 2014 Ninja Turtles passes the Bechdel test. 1990 it Ninja Turtles does d- not. Did not. What is wow. it? Did not pass the Bechdel Ni- test. 1990, no. 2014, yes. What? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Bechdel uh, test. Two women who have names. Have a conversation about something that isn't a man. Yes. And those are the three rules. Whoopi Goldberg. With yep. the oh, yeah, about right. the job. And also I Abby Elliott. I wrote that in my notes. Whoopi yeah, Goldberg her, is in her this. roommate. Yeah. Abby Elliott. Yeah. yeah, Abby Elliott. Oh, yeah. And also, I mean, well, this movie is about April O'Neil. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that So the original movie is really like about the, the turtles. turtles are the pro- protagonists. Right. So it makes sense that that wouldn't pass yeah. up. But. April's just our in on that one. Yeah. yeah. Abby Elliott. She's the roommate in this. Yes. Beautiful. I love Abby Elliott. Um, so my rants. Thank you. Uh, they they established at the beginning like oh this sign means family this symbol that's left behind at mm-hmm. the scene of the vigilante what attack. does it mean Brad Fa- family means no one like gets left behind uh, <laughs> it's uh and and it never really like the sign itself never comes back family is established well as an it's on thing. Leonardo's but but it's, they're but all it's, wearing it's, it somewhere yeah yeah it's it's never. I guess more prominently displayed. Yeah, yeah it's never yeah, highlighted yeah. again. Is your rants? Yeah, rants. Mm. Uh, the relationship between Will Arnett and Megan Fox, I thought was like, not only uh, c- creepy, yeah, Will creepy Arnett, and it, Will Arnett is creepy, written right there. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but also like unbelievable. Like yeah. I, I didn't even believe that he was attracted to her, even with like the one male gaze shot of yeah. her behind. Counter rant. Vern is okay. creepy. Counter rant. Like, yeah. isn't there a problem with like, I don't know. I know that you're not supposed to be creepy. But, like, if Will Arnett's in this movie and Megan Fox is the girl he drives around all the time, it's hard to believably have him to be uninterested in her, right? right. Yeah, but they've, sure. they've, they've been hanging out, like, they've been working together for so, I don't know. It, I, I just, I, I didn't buy it. Maybe with a different guy. The advice he gives her is basically to, like, keep wearing, like, revealing clothing and jump around on trampolines. Yeah. Like, that's what you're good at. Do that. Yeah. 
be thankful I, that I, you're able to do that. I it's, feel like he doesn't have a... And he a, films it. That's creepy. I feel like he doesn't have a character outside. I'm attracted to Megan Fox in this movie. That's he doesn't. Good. No. They I, give him yeah, one in the sequel. Good. And is it's it the an, eagle or the falcon? Uh, the eagle, I think. Eagle. No, maybe it's the falcon. The falcon. I think yeah. it's the falcon. Yeah, in the sequel, Vern the falcon. They, they explain away the events of the first movie by saying that Vern did everything. Did everything. What do you mean? So, so that so like they, they don't reveal who the yeah. turtles oh, are. Oh, okay. So Vern he takes credit for is everything. Like the public you hero. Fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, watch it. you do. What are you doing today? I have a show. I think you know. I think you know what you're doing. 9.30, and then I'm going to stop at Antonio's and get pizza. And then oh you're my gonna God, watch Turtles it's a perfect turtle night. It is. I, I, Googling yes. what state Absolutely. allows you to marry a teenage turtle. <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, we should watch it. Gina's at a concert. I got nothing. Perfect. Another rant. Uh, I didn't know that April was a lab assistant originally. My rant coming out of the film in 2014 and last night was April creating the turtles. It's. It, I, I didn't buy it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the character design, which we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Awful yeah. length. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, those were my rants. You want to hear a cute story about the new one? Of course. This is just a really cute thing. I'll give it to her. Um, so, so when my house fire happened, I had this huge collection of steelbook Blu-rays, like all these like rare Blu-rays, some of them from Germany, stuff like that. And they all got destroyed. And they were all being cleaned by this company called PuroClean. And I was really hopeful that they would be all set. And I went to go pick them up one day. And they were all just like burned and mm-hmm. rusted and fucked up because of the fire. Right. And I was really sad. And the next day... Uh, I had a present on my desk and it was from Gina and I opened it and it was the steel book of the new Ninja Turtles movie. And oh, she, wow. And she knew that I didn't like the first one that right. much. And I was like, oh, I'm like, Gina went and bought this for me because she feels bad. But I'm like, I, f- I feel guilty now because I don't right. really like these movies that much. <laughs> and she left me a note and she was like, I know this isn't a movie right, that you'd yeah, like, yeah. but I went to Best Buy and this is the only one that they had that I thought that you might even have a slight interest in. Like, we'll start rebuilding your collection. I thought that was very sweet of her. Yeah, Especially that she knew touching. that I didn't love it. Right. Even though she's like, you know, I did my best. That was cute. Yeah. Very nice. I never watched it, but I still have it on my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gesture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll just go with, that. that was not a rant. But that was well, touching. That was just no, a cute just story. Touching story. Yeah, I was. I'll go, shredder in the foot. What the fuck? Um, the foot are just basically hired mercenaries. There's nothing intimidating about them. Yeah, and and they're they're hapless. Oh, yeah. I thought of another rant. Oh, okay. Um, it's gonna be a bottomless rant pit. It is. <laughs> the uh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, are teenagers? Yes, they are. And they kill a lot of people. They do. And show zero remorse. remorse. Yeah. Like, like I'm like maybe in Out of the Shadows, it's like them coming to grips with their PTSD. No, of like, not. I don't oh, need to spoil it for you, okay, but well, no, it's not. No, nah, there's no point in watching the, it The simple answer here is that they play a lot of video games. Oh, Makes them very violent. yeah. That's, uh, yeah but that it. is actually very true to the original Eastman comics. Right, right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, they they just murder, like, 300 ninjas. Right, and, and I know in the in the 2D Turtles, yeah. which is what I watched, the foot the foot soldiers were robots. Robots, yes. Yeah. So you yeah, could kinda... cut them in half. Yes. Yeah, we and, watched uh, that last night, and we we found out because Leonardo just cut through the gut of one of them. And I was like, hey, guys, they're robots. It's like, what did you do? Oh, thank God. Leonardo, we only, we almost had to bring you in. It's it's like the uh, the uh, the scene in the first Avengers where Thor throws his hammer at Captain America. He didn't know the shield was going to stop it. He was right. trying to murder murder Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah, oh, yeah, funny. totally. But yeah, I, I realized that last night where I'm like, they're killing so many. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and I'll just I'll just finish my my uh, rant with Shredder in the foot. That Shredder looks like Tony Stark's cocaine, heroin induced fever dream nightmare Iron Man armor. Uh, and wow. it's just, yeah, it's, and it's, it's, it's almost too much. It's, yeah. It is too much. He's, it's it's it just too much. Too much. He, he is wearing the Iron Throne he, from Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, he basically yeah. is. Yes, he that is. is. Exactly Brad is. is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Here's, here's, so, can I, can I have a rant? So, my first rant was that they're wicked ugly. I already yeah. talked about that. 
this is a rant and a question. Like Shredder, the character, the guy was so hidden in this movie. Like right. it, yeah, yeah, it yeah. hit his face as if there would be some kind of reveal. reveal. Yeah. Right. But what was the deal with that? They just, and then they, they only show, there's two things. One, they only show him in shadow and he's like super secretive. And then he just shows up in the costume. Never shows him putting it on. And then that main character guy, the yeah, main villain yeah, yeah, yeah. guy, they never show him in Shredder at the same time. Right. Was there was he Shredder? Was there something like I don't I don't understand what was going on. When I originally saw the movie, I thought that's the direction they were going. Right. On. This yeah, is a yeah. new take on Shredder. He's but then guy. I thought at one they, well, he, when the he Shredder is first introduced, he he wa- he's shrouded and then they just give you a full shot of him mm-hmm. and he's like an yeah. older bald dude. And he doesn't seem to be hideous or anything. And I'll say this. And it was a terrible reveal contrasted with the 1990 that was like when Shredder like walks in, when he first walks in, you see the helmet and the cape and they pull the the cape back and the blades and you see his arm. That was a fucking awesome reveal. And this one was just like, I don't know. He's just a dude. I almost feel like there was something missing. The link between Mm -hmm. the Shredder that fights them and the old guy. It does feel like something was cut. Yeah, it feels like there was like, I, I even think it could have been that like, they insinuated that the main guy, the voice guy, you know, the, the right. regular guy, was like Shredder. I almost, right, I almost yeah, feel yeah. like that was like hinted at. I will say we downloaded a legal copy of this movie last night to watch it, so they didn't have any subtitles. I'll, I'll cut that. Out <laughs> of the, the so, so there was so there was no subtitles okay. during the part where that I guy talked. I, I, I don't know what he says. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he's not like, hey, you're the Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think he said that. No, I, I'm now that I I'm thinking about it, he, he said, speaks though. in English in the movie I watched. No. Yeah. Yes. I watched it like last week and it did not leave enough so impression that guy, on me. That, so the, 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 what do you want to call the main It's Eric, Eric Sachs. Sachs. Eric Sachs. Eric Sachs. Because, Sachs. Because it's an anglicized version of Oroku Saki. Yeah. Sarah, Sachs brings him in yeah. to this room and says, here's your armor. And the guy's like, Oh boy. And I'm like, what the? <laughs> Sounds like the master from no, the, the... I'm pretty the, sure in the version I watched, he's speaking English in just a we, very it was deep defi- low voice. It was definitely not English when we watched it last night. Maybe well, who when knows we, what you downloaded? Maybe when we, well, the rest we of the saw movie a release. <laughs> By the way, the rest of the they movie had was ADR'd also over language. or something. <laughs> no, was it just whenever he spoke, it was in a different language? I think he only... Because that's happened to me when I've like watched he, movies on YouTube. Like They've mashed up different regions. I think the only time he speaks is that part. Hmm. Does he speak during the fights? Yes. Does he? I don't oh, think yes. so. He speaks perfect English. He, he does not speak during the fights. Yes, he does. You're I'll a maniac. Like, You're a maniac. I will cue it up. Dude, and we're cue done. it up. Well, I can't because we're recording. But said, I, like... I think he said, tonight I dine on turtle soup. Yeah, he <laughs> said that once. Yeah. I, I he did. Yeah. I got to say, I think. Maybe the suit's translating for him. I don't know. I don't know. Was a fancy but he suit. does speak English. Does he speak? I don't, I don't. I do remember him speaking English. He does. I don't. Think I don't remember not, what he says, but I remember him speaking It's not another language. I'll say this. I don't remember him speaking at all during the fights. And in the one scene where he speaks, he's like a guy without a suit on. It's it's not English in our in my version. And yeah. I don't think he says anything during the fights because he doesn't really interact with them. He he does. Well, I'll answer your bigger question. Whatever he does say is not forgettable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's completely. <laughs> it's, forgettable. it's not. Hey, yeah. I'm just pretending yeah. to be the shredder yeah. so that you can you do the can shredder do letter. I want to. I want to do my shredder counter rant to your. Yeah. Um, the the turtles look great. The turtles do look great. Uh, when they're like, when it, there's another yeah. human in screen. When it's just the turtles, can I amend that? It's not they don't look great. Well, yes, they, they, they look, look integrated. They look integrated. Real, realistically yes. integrated. Yeah, yeah. When the when April's not there or another human's not there, it looks like you're watching a badly rendered video game sequence because it it's entirely 
computer, like the backgrounds are computers. Like there's nothing real. You can tell it was just I, done in a computer very quickly. I agree. When it's a shot of them like dealing with each other, or like when they like, when they go down especially. into the into the lair and they all get stuck in the the drain the drain as they're coming into the lair. Mm-hmm. Farting, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The, mm-hmm. It's. I mean, it looks like a, poorly yeah. rendered, like they didn't finish doing it, and the backgrounds have like this weird haze over it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and so whenever you can tell that they actually did have that set, and they took the time to map it and render it, yeah. but they shouldn't have, because yeah. it just looked cheap. And I add that up to, they had to like reshoot probably 40% of the movie. Or maybe they just it, felt like that was fine because it was all computer generated in that one scene. Yeah, and to... it's like, those <laughs> when it was in those sequences, the movie Borderline made me sick because the, the camera angles were so unnatural. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll flip it a little bit because it's, it's a rant for me and it's the only rant that you guys haven't talked about. While the turtles looked better when they were on stage with actual people, the, the, Actors, the human actors, never acted well to the no. turtles. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, like you know how Who Framed Roger Rabbit mm-hmm. is yeah. like historically like they worked so hard on doing That's it. That's my note. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. is my note. Like, like that he learned how to like relax his pupils so mm-hmm. that he could look like he's looking at someone close to him. Yeah. Uh, in this, it was they were always like a little bit off yes. and weird, which is yes. bonkers because there was a human being in a suit <laughs> right yeah. there, yeah. and it stood out like, for me for two reasons. Because in the second one, I thought they improved. Yeah. They actually interacted better with the turtles and the turtles so and funny. vice versa. That is so and funny. I couldn't even blame like Megan Fox and Michael Bay because I thought we talked about this in Transformers. Michaela, Mike, uh, Megan right. Fox's character, acted well with Bumblebee. With, yeah. Yeah. A fake, oh, another yeah. fake yeah. character. So, like, I don't know where the separation was in this movie. I don't know. But it was clear. It was like watching two scenes stitched together. Maybe it's the fact that, like, if, 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 if I'm talking to Mara and you're shooting it mm-hmm. and I'm looking at his eyes. And then you replace him with this giant mass of a thing. Mm-hmm. It looks unnatural when I'm just looking at his face well, like a human being. I yeah. think what it, it was weird. was that the the actors in the suits were proportional to the suit. But when they rendered them, they gave them different body types and sizes. So, like, yeah, yeah, if that, you're that's looking that's at me I mean. and then they made right. Raph, like, seven feet tall. Yeah. Well, now, like, she's making eye contact with him. But now she's, like, staring, like, at his chest. Yeah, yeah. Which is maybe now, like, where his head was is, like, his shoulder. That's kind of what I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's just, like, I'd have, have to rewatch it again and I won't because I don't yeah. want to. <laughs> I was going to say, why would you do that? I, I even Episode feel like. Episode 100. A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did the same this, discussion. This podcast is over 99. Word for word, but everyone's. Switches roles. <laughs> oh my um, god! I even feel like the dialogue, like it, the, the timing or something of it, like people yeah, weren't off. responding correctly. Like the turtles would say something, and then April would say something just a little off, like a yeah, little okay. too late, a little uncanny. Or the inflection yeah. would be, yeah, it just didn't. And again, well, B- Bumblebee never talked though, but they were, to, they, were they were able to. They were able to talk. It. To, yeah, yeah, they, they, they were did really a able job. to sell it. Then it's hard. Yeah, any more? I mean, I know we can rant for like I'm out ever. Of I know, I'm I know. We can rant but should we should we move on to any big questions I'll, I'll we have you, on any see. of them? Uh, my my other rant, just real quick. Uh, I wrote the characters sucked and were annoying. <laughs> like they were, they really were. Like, they like were. Michelangelo was annoying. Like, yeah, he was yes, annoying. Michelangelo. Like was his the most voice annoying. was too high. Every, everything about it was annoying. And then uh, the story was dumb. You know what I mean? Like it was not a good story. It wasn't. There was no plot. It was just yeah. very. I think. I think the biggest thing that fell apart for me was the relationship between Sax, the guy who seemed to play Shredder, and the actual Shredder that fought. That seemed like three different people, and I didn't understand their relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's Shredder was weird. Wasn't there something so weird that it was like he never put on the armor? He just showed up. He didn't say anything. Everything was weird. Did you feel that way? Yeah. I. Uh, I. I th- 
Did I, you think of that guy? I'll, I'll say when we saw it in the theaters, I was like, oh, okay, this this character actor, uh, whose name eludes me, Sex. is is uh, is going to end up being Shredder, and that's going to be the big twist. Right. Mm-hmm. And then was it? Was, it was never revealed. But, mm-hmm. but didn't you feel like the guy that was in Shadow and the Shredder just there couldn't have been the same person? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. It feels like that. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's uh, and you can tell that like with big budget movies, sometimes they can be like, yeah, just shoot with this guy. He has a mask right. on. He doesn't have to talk. It's fine. But like in some movies, like uh, like Face Off, like sure. Nicolas Cage and Jonathan John Travolta, Jonathan John Travolta kind of switch faces, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. But they have specific walks and right. mannerisms yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. ways they that talk they... to make you feel like this person is now inhabiting. Well, that this. was the other thing. And it's like the relationship between Shredder and anybody. They didn't sure. do any of that okay. work. Yeah, you know yeah, and yeah, just, yeah. Like Shredder was like, always kind of like hunched over. At the like, end, if, if they bizarre. if they cut off his head and they looked and it was a robot, that wouldn't have. Surprised. I was one hundred percent ready for that. Yeah. after he fell right? off the building. Yeah, that's how he felt. He felt like a robot. Yep. Yeah, and in the sequel, Shredder's an entirely different person. They He's like age him. It's a de act uh, different actor. I didn't like the design of Splinter, by the way. Oh, like, I, yeah, I, I'm okay. Split, with, I'm okay with changing. I, did him. Not like, I thought yeah. it was terrible. And also voiced by Tony Shalhoub, which made yes. no sense to me. He was, yeah. yeah. Tony Shalhoub was Splinter, and it made no wow. sense. I also hated John. I love Johnny Knoxville. Why is he Leonardo? I don't, I don't know. know. And he's not it's in the. He's not crazy. in the second one. He's, he's only in the first crazy. one. He should have been Michelangelo. He should have been yeah. Michelangelo. Yeah. At, at, you know, I or guess. I guess could have been Raph. But like Johnny Knoxville, kind of isn't one of the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, he could have been Michelangelo if Michelangelo did some crazy stunts and laughed a lot. Sure, that could have been fun. Yeah. That would be a better Michelangelo. I agree. I appreciate that. Yep. And Tony Shalhoub and Johnny Knoxville are not voices in the sequel. Why would Johnny Knoxville be the leader? It's so bizarre. (laughs) He's the leader of the Jackass gang. Right. (laughs) But he's like hitting people in the crotch with cartoon fists. What if each of them was voiced by a different member of the Jackass gang? There's a Steve-O is one of them. Bam is one of them. And Wee Man is one of them. It's like, what what should we do to the Shredder? It's like, (laughs) we're going to wait till he falls asleep. (laughs) And you know what? I would believe that. That would be the teenage oh aspect of God. them. We're going to bring him to Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the funny. Sh- He's shred- going to be confused. The Shredder has to get married. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this Bebop and Rocksteady are played by the Dudesons. <laughs> I don't care. It's funny for me. Oh, my God. Uh, oh my big God. questions. Uh, yes, big questions. Thank you, Brad. Keep it moving. For uh, I, Honestly, I And also grind it to a halt before yeah. that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, to me, I, I guess the big question is, uh, who greenlit this? Uh, yeah, it's, seriously. Uh, for, for me, it's, I, I guess, hmm, I don't know if it's a big question so much as a big statement. Uh, Chuck Klosterman, the, uh, the author and uh, Bon Vivant, it's not a word, uh, has a theory that everyone's favorite Weezer album is the Weezer album that came out closest to your junior year of high school. Okay. And to me, That's it's cool. like there yeah. are so That's many fun. different versions of the Turtles yeah. mm-hmm. that everyone has their favorite version of the Turtles. Right. A the, great philosopher said that. His name was Justin Mara. Yes. <laughs> The, the, Thank you. The the kids who watched he must be an interesting fellow. The kids who watched this in 1990, I think, were the same target for the 2014 movie. I agree. Be- yeah, because I agree. It, like 2014, uh, you know, we came out saying, "Oh, it's a kids movie," but really, with all the you know killing, is it really a kids movie? Well, we- or or has has the definition of what a kids movie is and can be has that changed well in the intervening 24 mm-hmm. years between these two films my st- th- that's a great point i was still teaching high school yeah uh, when this came out and to an advisee my my advisees hated this movie right mm. like hated it right like, they were like this is 
I don't know who the target demographic is. We talked about it. Yeah. Uh, and, and they were like, it's not us. Hey, Mr. Marr, I'm having some trouble in yeah. algebra. What should I do? All right. Well, I'm happy to answer that. But first, first we're <laughs> going to talk about the Ninja Turtle movies. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm not a teacher anymore. I'll be the first one to admit. Yeah. So I, my question is... Uh, about this. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I think that's true, right. but I, I, I think it didn't work. Th- th- expand, there's a lot of nostalgia. Yeah. So we have been talking recently about the new Lion King movie. Mm-hmm. The new Lion King movie is getting... I haven't seen it yet. It's getting 100%, 100% people saying like, yeah, it looks like it's real, but all the character is, is gone. All the right. charm is gone. All the charisma Their is gone. Their eyes don't move in a way that you want them to. They, well, look, every, they just look like... Everything's turned into a real thing. Right. So outside Disney of, should have just made an Animal Kingdom documentary. Outside of them talking... Like, you know, like in the original right. Lion King, like, just can't wait to be king, and they're hopping on yeah. ostriches. Nothing like that happens in these movies. It's all, like, more real reality-based, where they're just walking and singing the song. You know? And all of this, that, that's has kind of changed. Even Can You Feel the Love Tonight happens during the day. They're just hanging out. It's it's it's, it's a that real... makes no sense. It's a real crime. But what this movie... And so, this movie, this week, became the highest-grossing animated film of all time. Lion King. Wow. Lion Beating King? out Frozen. Beating out Frozen. Okay, very strange, right? Yeah, I'm shocked. But okay. I mean, to also to say it's animated is kind of it's 100% computer animated. I know they didn't shoot anything real except for one sunset. So here's here's my question though: Do these projects, Lion King, Ninja Turtles, are they meant to be movies in the traditional way that we know f- movies to be, no, no films to be, or are they just saying we own a property? We know that a certain amount of people will come see this property if we put out a new chapter of it. This and made five hundred million dollars. We know this yeah. will never be someone's favorite movie. People will not go back to watch it. But as an event in the summer, yeah. they'll say, "I used to love Lion King. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see what they did with sure. this new one." Yeah. yeah, is it just an event as opposed to a film? And is the Ninja Turtles 2014 remake just an event for people sure. who already like the Turtles? Sure. I would say I mean, yes and yes. And yeah. that that kind of goes along with like at, uh, with the Michael Bay movies and like Transformers and Ninja Turtles. Acting seems to have become standing still and giving exposition between action sequences. Even the Marvel movies kind of like play out some of like the lesser Marvel movies. It's like exposition, action sequence, exposition, action sequence. Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. a lot of exposition against a green screen and then computer action sequence. Like, in it, yeah, I think you're right. Like, it's a tentpole thing that people are going to talk about and revisit and we'll just keep remaking it's, it. It's, it's just to say how much money yeah, can we make how, in the movie, yeah. in the movie mm-hmm. theater and, and on DVD eventually. Or in really, opening weekend, but really, not even in the theater. Right, but just really it's just like, hey, like, you know, you guys like this, let's see another version of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's, it's almost like they're looking at it on a longer timeline as like a TV show and this is the next episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, where, you know, there are people out there like Christopher Nolan or even a lot of the people who make the Marvel movies yeah. in terms of like Iron Man and all those characters kind of being like, no, we want to make someone's new favorite movie or right. a new best version of this or yeah. a new definitive version of, you know, like the Joker or whatever. Um, but I do think some of these movies are made with this is how much it'll cost and this is how much it'll make. Absolutely. Let's, let's attract the people who already like this and that's it. Yeah, that's all sure. we want to do. Yeah. Should, like, should the, be- like the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah. That's, that's we'll what I'm see. guessing. We'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens I when lo- it finally comes I, out. Honestly, love Jim Carrey. Yeah. I love him. I, I think that if someone can like take that character and make it into like a wacky sure. cartoonish villain, he can do it. But you gotta think that this is just Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. Mm. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's a bum out. I have I have an actual big question. We sure. come up with can we come up with a term for what a movie like that is? Because like some movies like Dark Knight are not that. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And then some movies like Alvin and the Chipmunks, Lion King, Absolutely Turtles, that. are that. What what is that? Cash grabs. No, no, no. no it's like it has to be it has to be a movie 
that doesn't exist to have its own identity. And it's long-time just, listeners, write in. Yeah, and it's just Let it's just know. it's just and I you know a movie that is specifically a cash grab for the sake of being a cash grab. Well, it's it's, 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 it's not going to have its own identity. It's just right. based on the pre-existence of the popularity of yeah. the thing it's talking. Mm-hmm. It's it's right. focused on. Let you us know. know. Right yeah, into the show, and we'll share it it's with Chuck and Brett. Well, You know, it should be the word like reboot, but with instead of re, it's like something that means gotcha. like just for cash or just for now. Okay. Mm, I'll think about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, in the 1990 Ninja Turtles movie, what was Shredder's end game? What was his plan? What, so like the turtles don't show up. What is his end game? To steal just, every combination TV, wants, DVD player in New York? He wants and to steal a, all the kids? He wants to be a crime boss, I yeah. guess, with his little island of lost boys and uh, just continue to make money on stolen electronics. Is it... Much like Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious. Well, is, mm-hmm. is it a prequel <laughs> yeah. to Fight Club? Uh, where he's, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's <laughs> assembling these wow. lost souls, these yeah. men who don't know what to do with themselves. I and, and his... <laughs> his his, you know, his, his shredder name is Rokosaki, and I want you to hit me as hard as you can. You know, is he going to give them little missions like, "Hey, Lost Boy, hey Danny, go out and get in a fight. Hey Danny, go out and destroy some corporate art." Yeah. Is he going to kiss Danny's hand at some point? Oh yeah, the kiss. Like, wow. uh, you know, maybe. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know what his end game is. Project Mayhem, the nineteen ninety version. I guess. And, and sure. does does ninja training regiments usually include drinking junk food and? Lots of cigars. Yes. Oh, yeah, cigarettes. Uh, think, or do you want menthol? You know what? Who, yeah. Menthol. Who, who, or, that is uh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, yeah there we go. Sam you know what I appreciate about that part? It's so reminiscent of uh, Pinocchio. Yeah, it yeah. was. That's exactly what I thought. Which I, thought. I, which I, I thought. think if they did that on purpose, awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, especially with that kid just chewing on the cigar. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that is exactly that, yeah. that dick from. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't know what his endgame was. Okay. I don't either. Yeah. I agree, though, with Chuck. I think it was just like crime. Because they, they said how there was rag- a wave of, of crime in Japan the of and New then York. that yeah. was squashed. And I think he was just reviving it here in, in America. Sure. Man. Yeah. I came up with one term, but it's not for what we thought. It's uh, if you make if you remake a movie that stars a woman and it stars a man oh, in no. its place, like a gender swap, you can call it a he-boot. <laughs> <laughs> on, I mean, I, I, well, I, I guess then the, the Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah the Ghostbusters. The he-boot. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah I like it. I'll use it. I'd use it. Yeah. Right, keep going, sorry. Totally, totally <laughs> irrelevant to the to the earlier question you asked, but sure, a hebu and a shibu. What about if it's a, a reboot, but it starts? <laughs> Is it a mebu? <laughs> a chuck boot, a mebu. What about all right, all right? What if it was like analog, like it's and, and now it's going to be digital, and like you're going to use the internet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, we've gone off the rails. We really uh, have. If Fra- if France green lights it. A weeboo. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. All right, so God, God damn it, Chuck. It's Blue Stop Stars. It. Uh-huh. Stop it, Chuck. But it takes place uh-huh. on the sea. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sea boot. <laughs> oh, Ooh, you know goodness. what? If you made an audio version here uh-huh. in the tree cave. <laughs> You could do that. That'd be cool. A tree boot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. <laughs> oh my god. Does anyone have any actual big questions for right. these properties? Um I got see. I got a big question. Okay. Okay, why are the turtles named after Italian artists? Uh, Shouldn't I, they be named after Japanese artists? Japanese artists. But, yeah. And Follow-up question: Is it just because they are painted box turtles that they're named after these artists? I it's think, like a little play. Uh, my little, my little uh, take on it is just the idea that 
if Splinter is like, oh, I appreciate these artists and I wanted to name you after my my, my around famous artist, I think that can just exist as a fun element to the story to mm-hmm. diversify the character as someone who appreciates all different cultures and stuff like that. I think that's fun. Yeah. And you know? oh, I have no problem right. with it. That's yeah. why it's not a rant. That's my guess. It's just um, when. Because I've watched all the, <laughs> yeah. all the ones, yeah. and they're all so like about Japan yes. and the culture. Yeah. And then here's right. my son Leonardo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's like, okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Interesting choice. Yeah. Uh, big questions. Uh, that's the Shredder one is really good. Yeah. I mean, my my biggest question is the is the what was the deal with the bad guy in in 2014? Star, like I said, you yeah. Know, who's what's the relationship between Robot Shredder and these other two characters? Um. And I guess, like, uh, I guess I want to, you know, I don't know. I guess I guess I don't have another one that's not really something we already kind of explored. Yeah, yeah. It's just an interesting choice to make this soulless uh, reboot of this movie. But really, you can really make a rich, like, tapestry of films oh, with the universe. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's a bum out. It's a bum out. It is. Um, so I don't know. Anything else for you? I, You know, I. it's weird because, like, I know it's been said a billion times, but like ninjas are are more about blending in and yes. stealth <laughs> and less about combat. Yeah. Uh, yes. So I guess you know when are you going to fix that, Eastman? Teenage Laird. Mutant Combat Turtles. Yeah. Mm. In other yeah. countries, they're known as Teenage Mutant Hero, Hero Turtles, Turtles. Right. Because yes. they can't be ninjas. Yeah. Right. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Germany and England. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Still in a Heroes in a half show. Yeah, they they mm-hmm. are certainly more like samurai, especially. Oh, Leonardo. absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Especially in the third movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, I guess that, that, that my only thing is just that like, turd. Why go backwards? So oh, in the oh, third like, movie, they do infiltrate the castle. They do using ninja yeah. tools. They do. So all right, might be the one time I've seen a lot of ninjas. So the original comics came out in 1984. Is that correct? Yes. So that means the turtles, if we assume they were 15, then were born in 1969, which means the original Ninja Turtles are now 50 years old. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Geriatric yeah. mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Well, they're not geriatric yet, but they're getting there. And so you're saying of marrying age. Is oh, what you're yeah. getting at here? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, the original ones. The yes. original, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess by now you could marry the, the, the Megan Fox ones. I was going to say, the 2D yeah. turtles aren't teenagers anymore either. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're all of legal age. All right. Perfect. If so, there's one thing to say, take away from April this episode. April O'Neil's of the multiverse rejoice. I was going to say, because I don't like the idea that they're underage because they have that shot that you were talking about where they get stuck and it's all up shells. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. Dude, we'd love that. Oh, my is that, God. Is that, is that his response when he loves wow. something? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Um, I I just have I just have some um. Good luck coming back from that thanks, one. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I just have some some quick like um, rapid fires. We've already alluded to this of the of the the things that we that we watched for this. Yes. Um, and I guess like nostalgia, I'll include her. Um, a- April O'Neils. Um, if, you, if like that ones that stand out. Um, Judith Hogue, uh, Cartoon, um, Paige Turco, or Megan Fox. I remember being super disappointed when I saw the first movie and April O'Neil didn't look like the Judith cartoon Hogue. one. But I had a problem when I was a kid where I really felt like, like when I got an action figure that wasn't in scale, my other action figures, I was like, what's going on? Yeah. I was like mad. And so when I saw that this April O'Neil just didn't look anything like that one, I was really put off by it. So only cartoon for me. Only cartoon. I, I never really related to the other one. I'm with Chuck 100%. The cartoon. Sa- okay. same, same thing where I'm like, she doesn't have red hair. Blown she's not legs, wearing, like, white boots. Ch- Judith Hogue had red hair. 
was brownish here. It's like all okay. I was. It wasn't cartoonish red. Right. Yeah. It was curly. Yeah. I was uh, very much cartoon, but I will say, even though we didn't do them, the second and the third had the different April. Yeah. Okay. And she was truer to the cartoon. Okay. I felt. Mm, all right. Okay. She had the energy of April in the cartoon. I haven't, I haven't watched the second one in so long. We'll have to watch both of those tonight. And yeah. Judith Hogue What's all that? day for me. <laughs> really? First movie. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. There's some, like, a, there's like a constant wonder mm-hmm. of everything that's happening yeah. for her. And it really, like, to me, it captured the cartoon of, like, I, w- I want to be in this. Yeah. And like the, the adrenaline junkie of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Cool. I have, a fun, uh, I have a fun fact. Sure. It's kind of a recommendation too. Okay. Although I haven't played it yet. Uh, so the original, there's two Ninja Turtle arcade games. Yes. Basically Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. Yep. And then Turtles in Time. Turtles, yes. <clears throat> well, two independent like developers took the original Turtles in Time and they made a whole new game out of the sprites. And it's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Rescue Palooza. You can download it for Windows. And it's like... What if you don't have high... Windows? Well... Are you know. out of luck? I think you probably play on a Mac. Okay. And so it's super high quality, four player, and every time you beat a boss, he becomes a playable character. Wow. And they've added like... Oh, it's like emo levels, game. Levels and levels and levels and levels. So there's like 60 playable characters, including all those action figures. He turned them into sprites. And That's now amazing. Part of the game. That's wow. awesome. It's incredible. Like, and, and it's the actual, you know, it starts with the initial sprite. So you can be the playable sprinter, splinter of the one that was in the game and was never playable. Um, and someday I want to play through it because it's- All 60 uh, levels tonight. All 60 levels. I wonder if I can put that on like a Raspberry Pi or something. Uh, it's hard because it's, I was like, oh, can I put that on Android? Yeah. You know, because that's what you'd want to do. Yeah. But it's re- I think it's only right now for Windows and, and Mac. Okay. So we'll have to see. But, man, it, it's it's awesome. I watched, like, a playthrough of it. Like, you know, I like, skipped around. It looks incredible. And it has, like, Mondo Gecko. It has all those characters. And it That's has cool. Leatherhead. It's crazy. It's a playable <laughs> character. Right. It's crazy. I mean, I just have one more actual big question. Does anybody oh, yeah. else? Nope. No, I'm out. No, okay. no. I, and I, I know the answer is because the movie's terrible. But uh, why, in 2014, why start the movie with two and a half minutes of exposition story and it's actually really good i i like that they did it as a comic like animation it was cool why do that and then in the middle of the movie retell it in a completely different way they're different origin stories why would you do that yeah i did like the opening a lot i liked the opening when they they bashed the vhs tape yeah um yeah that's 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 interesting i i don't know that i really noticed it even though we watched it yeah you know 16 hours ago so Um, it's like an ex- the one they do in the middle is way more expanded right? Yeah. and I think it's just to illustrate the relationship between them and Splinter really um, but why do the beginning then is right. the question right yeah I know good question thank you I think that brings us to Shades, Shades and Sketch recommendations and of course and Chuck and Brad yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> I already did my two you, right, yeah, Brad, you, you recommended you a recommend. lot of things this episode. You're you cut off. Recommendation? <laughs> All right. So when I got the notes for this, I didn't realize it had to be a Turtles-related It does not need oh, to be. No, okay. you can recommend anything you like. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm currently reading the book uh, Growing Things by Paul Tremblay. Uh, okay, it's a book yeah. short stories, uh, horror short stories. Uh, and he definitely, there's one in there that kind of acknowledges his fame as like the ambiguous horror guy. Uh, but the first book of his that I read was called A Head Full of Ghosts. Mm-hmm. And it is one of my favorite horror nice. novels of all time. Um, you know, he's he's got another one called Disappearance at Devil's Rock that's really good. Uh, he's got a home invasion one called The Cabin at the End of the World. Uh, and I don't know. I, that's, that's like what I'm currently reading. So it's right at the top of my brain. Mm. Um, but yeah, A Head Full of Ghosts by Paul Tremblay. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah. Sketch, you get a wreck? I am going to recommend something really easy. Sure. The epic rap battle of history, 
Ninja Turtles versus artists. Fantastic. It's, right. it's wonderful. Is it good? It's good. It is. It's particularly uh, good. I particularly like the artists. You've been they, singing they, it all day. I have been because I downloaded it before I came here. And on my ride over, <laughs> I listened to it probably 60 times. Yeah. Uh, but they, they handle the artists really, really well. Cool. And the turtles are um, the 90s turtles. Nice. Oh, That's fantastic. Cool. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. I'm going to recommend Turtles Forever, yeah. which is the 2009... It, it aired as like four, three or four episodes of the finale of the series, but it's the 2003 Ninja Turtles series, the culmination. It came out in 2009, and it brings in the Eastman Laird black and white mm-hmm. turtles, the 2D turtles, yep. and the the turtles of that iteration, and they go on an adventure together. Yeah. They've they've since done an update. I guess they also did it in the 2012 Nickelodeon series. Yes, that's what um, I was talking about. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I just saw a little clip of it. I don't know the quality of it. Okay. But the the Turtles Forever was fantastic, and I I, I just love that um, 2009 Raphael and like 1984 Raphael can't stand yeah. 1987 Raphael. Yeah, and uh, it, every time the 2D Turtles they they break the fourth wall and look at the screen, like the other turtles, are like who the fuck are you talking to? Yeah, Stop it! Yeah, yeah, Stop yeah. it! There's nobody there. Yeah. and it's just it's just great. It's so yeah. smart, and uh, they actually. They actually did it with um they they the got voices. all they got the they got the actors to agree to do it and some of them recorded their lines but I guess it wasn't a SAG production oh all right. so they they couldn't do it and they had and so somewhere there's a version that exists with like the lines with uh um uh what's his name um I can't Pinky in the brain I can't think of his name now yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, talking tunes with uh. Ron, Paulson. Uh, Ron Ron Paulson. Yep. Thank you. Ron Somewhere because I was gonna say Robert Paulson, but I'm like that's because yeah. And he actually also voiced Donatello in the 2012 version, but he's yes. not a part of the 2009, and that uh, wasn't a union. Yeah, it wasn't a union it. show. They weren't union actors, so yeah. he's not in it. But somewhere there's a version of him doing the, yes, the yes, lines yes. for 2D Raphael. Yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. I would love to see that if it exists. That's really cool. Chuck, Brad, guys, thank you so much. Hey, uh, I feel like us. you guys went over and above uh, for our big 50th episode, but yeah. it was great to have this you here. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a great milestone. Yeah. yeah, it is. We had a great time. Thanks so great. much. It was, a, it was a fun discussion. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of side discussions. Oh, oh my goodness. There's like, yeah. a, there's like a whole episode of side discussions yeah. Yeah. here that we could cut up as <laughs> Patreon know. exclusives. I know. I know. Uh, if you were a fan of the show, you can find us uh, on Facebook by sh- uh, looking for Geeking Out. Mm-hmm. We're also on Twitter at Go With Shades and Sketch. If you want to talk to Sketch directly, you can tweet him at Go For Sketch. And you can tweet Shades at Go For Shades. Though I don't know why you ever would uh, no want to. I'm just going to tell does. you why you're wrong. Yep. <laughs> um, if you're going for punishment, yeah. I guess, really. Yeah. Uh, you can also email the show at Go With Shades and Sketch at gmail.com. Nice. And. Uh, yeah, you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash shades and sketch. Hey guys, thanks for listening because we yes. wouldn't get to 50 without you. Well, so I mean, we still talk. Yes. But we wouldn't record it. We'd be it. the only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah we wouldn't yeah, record yeah. it. Right. Uh, so thanks for listening. 50 episodes, amazing. And still going. Mm-hmm. And still going. Uh, sketch, you going to take anything from this episode? The, you know, my favorite, I got to take a weapon okay. from the turtles. I think I know what you're going to take. Do you? Yeah. All I right, take so. a guess. You're going to take a sigh. I'm taking the sigh. Yeah. yeah. Love yeah. the sigh. Of course. Mm. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Uh, guys, do you want to take anything from this episode? Uh, Other than the sense of childhood. We usually, we usually take and... a, a memento to keep it on the go. Come mantle. Take, uh, an entire Playmates set complete. Oh, that's of yeah, all that's the initial fair. action yeah, figures. That's I'll fair. take it with me. Yeah. 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 I'm going to have to rent a U-Haul, though. Yeah. yeah. That, that's all right. I'll take it's it. It's understandable. Yeah. Sure. We'll we'll back it up to the, the yeah. GoCo. I'm going to take two slices of the 99 cheese pizza. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Oh, 
that's yeah. good. I, uh, good. I wish I had. I mean, I, don't, that I think one. no surprise. Do you know what I'm taking? What are you, you're taking the dump truck. You're taking the, Not the, the dump garbage. Truck. The garbage. You're truck. gonna take the freeze <laughs> up shell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the turtle van. The turtle. I'm van. taking the turtle Which van. Which turtle van? I'm actually. Well, gonna, there isn't. I'm actually gonna take the turtle van from the 2014 movie. I thought it was freaking cool. Can yeah. I ask a question though? Sure. Why did it have solar panels? I, I don't because Donatello's a genius. But they only come out at night or in the sewer. Well, no, you can drive <laughs> around during the day. <laughs> that's a really good point. But the turtles <laughs> can't the drive that question. thing around. Maybe sure they, they can. They, I'm sure it has tinted windows. Oh, okay. They park it somewhere like in a big to charge. One of those huge. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they, yeah. They're in the, the van stays on. Yeah. I'm going to use the tw- 2007 mentality that the van is parked like behind a fake brick wall mm-hmm. in an alley. Okay, and it's charging sure. all day. All right, like I'm taking the turtle van. Great Take turtle it. van. All right, and we will see you next time. Yeah.